0: Joe Rogan Podcast, check it out! The Joe Rogan
1: Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day! <laughs> Welcome to episode 1,666, Oh. can be only one <laughs> why i don't know it's the rules them's the rules that's a terrible <laughs> rule it's like the worst rule but for, for episode 1666 yeah. there was only one option that was you
2: oh thank you i'm honored by that thank you so much joe it's so nice to be here
1: dude it's so nice to see you it's you're such a good friend that every time i see you i'm transported Like, there's no time lost. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When you're so tight with someone that when you see them again, you're, like, transported. Yeah. Like, you're immediately back to where I last saw you again. There's no, like, hey, God, haven't seen you in a while. How are you?
2: What's going on? It's like, ah!
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: real friendship. I mean, that's it. If (sighs) it's not that, what is it?
1: I'm super concerned about this catching fire. We're surrounded by candles and... uh, I believe this wig is flammable.
2: Yeah, that wig is from China. I don't know what it is. That could be some bizarre synthetic. That could be anything.
1: This is the hair of a billionaire who said the wrong shit. No
2: shit. And they just.
1: They probably made him grow his hair first. They probably kept him in a tunnel somewhere and made him eat rats, whatever rats he could catch. Yeah. And just gave him hair vitamins. Did you? And then when his hair was long enough to make a wig out of it, they let him go.
2: That's a lot of work to get some hair.
1: Yeah, now all he does is coach John Cena. He, he <laughs> His job is to coach John Cena on what to say.
2: Dude, that was weird. That was really weird. That was one of the weirdest things. I'm not a fan of or not a fan of John Cena. No John Cena opinion. Right. But that was just an odd. It was scary. Because they want, it's a lot, I guess it's just a lot of money, man. The Chinese dollar. Here's like,
1: how much money it is. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. That movie made $160 million the opening weekend. Yeah. I believe $134 million of it was from China.
2: Oh, God. Oh, God. We got to get in. Let's do our apologies to China.
1: I need to learn Mandarin and start talking shit just, Mandarin. Just say <laughs> <laughs> Start doing my acting Mandarin. <laughs> It sounds cool. It sounds great. Well, amazing. The the most impressive thing about that video was not just that China got John Cena to cuck, but also that John Cena speaks perfect Mandarin. Yeah. How long did that take?
2: It's a mystery. I don't know, man. It was just strange. That's like, that's some really, really the most, it's again, like, you know, when we're watching that fight. Oh Oh, my
1: God. When we're
2: watching that fight last night. And you're just watching it and you're trying to make sense of the new (laughs) reality, you know, because it's like you got to accept it. But he's wearing a Pikachu medallion, (laughs) fighting like the best boxer alive today. You know, and but you you have to watch it from the perspective of like, well, this is what is happening now, because otherwise you get this weird spinning vertigo. Like what the fuck universe am I in? Same thing when you're like watching John Cena do some weird apology in, ma- in Mandarin. It's yeah. this sense of like, what? Right. This is a malfunction, this is a breakdown. This is right. not- I don't get this. When in the history of the United States, like imagine like some old video of like John Wayne doing some apology in another language, it's, it's just weird.
1: It is weird, but it's a warning to to everybody. Right? The people that don't, they're not taking this sort of cultural shift seriously. When you see an enormous alpha male in John Cena, John Cena's arms are so big, it looks like they're supposed to be a foot longer, but someone sawed (laughs) them off and put, like, a a fist here. It's like if my forearm, like, went down only to here and then the fist was there, his wrists are enormous. He's like, he's such a gorilla, right? And to see that guy... Saying it in Chinese and you read what he actually said, it's like, uh, it's hard to say, right? Because one thing I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, I was like, what did he actually say? Because I don't speak Mandarin. Right. Right. It, I, w- I wish someone maybe that, I, that spoke Mandarin could translate it right. and, and tell me whether or not that was accurate. Right. I'm assuming it was accurate because I haven't heard anything. You know, people who speak Mandarin must have gotten a hold of it since then. Sure. But it was just weird to see an apology for just saying that a country exists. That's essentially what it was, right? He said Taiwan is a country. And he said that, I mean, that's all he said wrong. Like Taiwan was going to be the first country to see the movie.
2: Yeah, that's right. You can't say that, which is bullshit. You know, also that thing that just popped up, they said it was a mistake. But Bing apparently made it so that... If you image search, the Tiananmen Square guy holding the suitcase didn't show up on the day of, on the anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre. And so everybody's like, what the fuck? Just like, are you, are you like owned by China now? You know, that's, that's, a that is a really strange form of invasion, isn't it? It's like, it's not a, the normal kind of invasion where we're thinking about invasions from old historical versions of invasions, but that's not how it works anymore. Now it's, you know, if you get your technology into another country, if you become the supplier of a lot of their pharmaceuticals, if you, all these things, then you don't really need to invade. You know what I mean? If you've bought up a lot of their property. You don't don't
1: need to fly it with jets.
2: You don't need, because you're buying it. And you're like, that's like, to me, that's the, that's where, countries like the United States, what makes them so amazing is also this huge, terrible weakness, which is they have a permeable membrane. Shit can get in there easier than other places, you know, and like especially now with the ability to like just have a thousand AI bots running various Twitter accounts expressing kind of similar sentiment regarding whatever the fuck it is you want to promote
1: yeah woo,
2: that's crazy you could just warp people's minds any way you want i mean you know we i have we have no i'm not just talking state agencies either i mean just cobbles of like anarchists who feel like just fucking around with the zeitgeist could theoretically just put out a shit ton of bots or phone banks of people putting weird ideas into the Culture that you know, you hear it enough times you start thinking like I guess that is true, right? That must be true I don't know if you've ever had the thing happen where you're just scanning Twitter and you see some completely wrong like deeply wrong Fact in physics, but you didn't you were just shitting or something. So you're like, well, that's interesting and then later you repeat it without looking it up to see if it's true And then you go back to see it This this to I mean you realize like three tweets above that tweet it's like the guys like I'm the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, oh fuck. I repeated some fact I heard from a guy who thinks he's the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe Mm. literally at dinner. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Is it leaks out. And so it's just trippy, you know, it's just weird to imagine that like what country are are we even the United States anymore?
1: Is it It's confusing, right? Because we're really governed by money. When we have no money, we have nothing, right? Yeah. If we run out of money, all bets are off. Right. Because we don't have money to fix the roads. We don't have money to keep the grid up. Right. So it's we have to have a certain amount of money. And one of the things that became abundantly clear during COVID was that we rely on a lot of other countries to make our stuff. Yeah. You know, like when they were running short of certain supplies and, and medicine even, they're like, hey- how come we don't make this? Yeah. We, we don't self-sustain. And it made a lot of people think that, oh, I need to get a, a garden. Yeah. you know, I need to have food in my house. That's I right. need to be self-sustaining. The same way a country needs to be like that, but much like the country. As soon as we start getting the gears of industry back rolling and moving, we forget. Oh, the grid's back on? I forget. Yeah. Like out here, <laughs> the grid went out for a whole fucking week, man. Yeah. Nobody had power. It was wild. The streets were covered in ice. It was wild. And everybody was like, dude, that's it. I'm going to start storing food and I'm going to start. But then, as soon as the power goes on, you got to go back to work. Most people forget. And I remember when they banned Huawei, when you couldn't buy Huawei phones. Oh, yeah. And this is why because I'm a phone dork. Okay, I'm really into phones. Like I spent a lot of time on YouTube watching like MKBHD and watching Lewis from Unbox Therapy and watching Flossie Carter. I really enjoy watching the technology of phones increase huh. in this like really crazy way. I'm fascinated by it. Yeah. I don't I, mean, I don't necessarily understand why because when I look at like the applicable uses in my life, like how much do I use my phone? Like all the capabilities of it, very little. I text my friends. Yeah. I'm like watch a YouTube video, take a picture or something. I don't do a lot of shit with my phone but I'm fascinated with these goddamn things. I'm fascinated by where they go. And I was gonna buy a Huawei, I think it was like a Mate 10 Pro Porsche edition. I was trying to figure out how to get it to work in America because they work on like, uh, you gotta make sure that one works on the right CDMA because mm. they have like different systems overseas yeah. in other countries. So I was trying to find out how to buy this and Porsche Design was making like the dopest phone and I was interested in doing this and then all of a sudden I started reading on these forums, they're going to take it down, they're going to not allow uh, Huawei to sell anything in America because we caught them. Doing stuff with like uh, routers or some shit. I don't remember the whole story. But I remember thinking, whoa, that's when have you ever heard that before? Where they said, hey, a country can't, or a a company rather, can't sell shit in our country because we think you're compromised by the government of your country and you're sneaking in. Not just like, oh, they hacked into a router and now they got all the Facebook data. Not like that. No, no, no. No, the whole company can't sell shit here anymore. Yeah, you can't sell their phones anymore. They were about to go. I think they're going to be on AT&T and all these other uh, like big providers. It's like
2: what happened. I can't remember which president it was, but remember that president? Like, I think it was the Russians. These cute kids came in and presented the president with some kind of like gift from Russia. I think he hung it up on a wall or something and it had a bug in it. It was just a bug. In, in the Oval Office, that they Of make, course. That they, well, but that's similar to Wu Wei, but for everyone. It's the same thing, right. which is like you get a little, I don't know, speck of whatever the fuck this weird technology is mixed in with some mass produced stuff that goes all over the planet. And now you can listen, not just to like government officials, but to what people are saying. And then get that data, gather it up, and then feed it to an AI. So, that, <laughs> yeah, you can replicate the personality of the country. So that thing, you know, like, remember the old days, like, you'd get a Twitter bot, but their English was kind of fucked up. Like, there was something about it that was like, or, you know, you get a call from one of those... uh one of those like so fake social security people. They say they're gonna delete your social security number. I don't know if you've gotten any of these or not. Uh, like, yes. Yeah. But like, you know, they've got an accent. They can't, yeah. they don't, obviously, the way they're talking, you're not from the fucking social security office. Not because you can't have an accent. John work
1: Cash calling you from yeah, the social security office. Uh, yeah. You are in <laughs> co- non-compliance.
2: Yeah. That is the. I love those calls, by the way, especially when I'm recording an intro for the podcast. Do you play them? Insta record. <laughs> you know what? I I I have because generally I'm late on the record or I just don't because you know they you can trigger them real quick. Like they get so mad and then they'll always say something about fucking your mom or like you know your mom's got the biggest dick and then they'll hang up on you. But my my friend Pemberton got one real like he's got a call up where he got one really really good it's just fun to do but anyway man my point is you you siphon all this fucking data feed it to an ai run that through some kind of voice simulator so it sounds like a person and now you've got like a legion of fake americans
1: interacting right
2: and and that's good then you could just control the culture and and, that's
1: 100 percent happening
2: yeah well i mean yeah
1: that's 100 percent happening right now
2: I mean, not just from China, from Russia. Russia, but not just from Russia, from corporations.
3: People have done that with those guys <clears throat> and then called another one and had them talk to each other, and they can't figure out for about an hour what the fuck's happening. Oh, that's up... <laughs> so great. <laughs>
1: totally makes sense. I mean, w- w- what they're doing with the Internet Research Agency, or at least what they were doing prior to 2016, if we assume that they don't get any more sophisticated over the last four or five years, we would be so silly? Like, yeah. they- this lady, Renee DeResta, I heard her on Sam Harris's podcast, and I got her on mine. And she was explaining to me all the research that she did, it, looking into the how the Russians were uh, making these Facebook page. Not the Russians, just one agency, I should say, Internet yeah. Research Agency. They were making these memes, and she's like hundreds of thousands of memes, and a lot of them were really funny. She's yeah. like, I was really laughing while I was doing this, and she said she got to study how they created these pages, and that's where it was really interesting. Like. They would create these pages, and they would use them for a while. It's like maybe a Simpsons fan page or something like that. And they would get a certain amount of following, and then they would switch it over to Occupy Wall Street, or they would switch it over to Black Lives Matter, or they'd switch it it over to LBGTQ page. And they would just get a bunch of followers and then just use those followers. Use a ton of hashtags and connect people through hashtags, and, and they would just try to figure out what sticks. Yeah. And they would have meme pages, and they, they would organize arguments. So, like, they organized a Texas Texas separatist meeting across the street yeah. from an Islamic, uh, some Islamic pride uh, rally. Yeah. So they got the two of them on catty-corner streets. So they're yelling at each other. Like, they're like, you ever see that video of the, the cat? and uh, he's on a roof, and a, a crow gets behind him, starts fucking with him, <laughs> no. and then he gets the cat to fight with another cat. Oh, yeah, yes, Have yes, you seen yes, that yes, video? Yes, I've
2: seen it. It's amazing.
1: It's an amazing video. <laughs> yeah. This crow is so slick. Yeah. He, like, fucks with the cat, like, hey, man, hey. What yeah. the fuck's going on with you, bro? Yeah. And the cat's like, Argh. And then there's another cat that's on another another uh, rooftop, just, like, five feet away, and that cat, he looks at that cat, he's like, man, fuck you. And then, why are why you, why you staring at me, man, while this crow's fucking with me? Yeah. And the crow goes and fucks with him. Yeah. And the crow literally goes back and forth, fucking with cat yeah. to cat. And then they jump on each other. And in a, a tumble of bodies fall off the roof. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's what the Internet Research Agency is.
2: Yeah, and not just the Internet Research Agency. I mean, this is the thing. It's like, this is what I've realized I've been doing, is anytime any kind of crazy shit happens, I assign responsibility to some unknown state agency. Because we think, there's no way... Any normal group of people could do that. It's got to be a country with a shit ton of money. Right. No group of people could do that. But I'm realizing that is just not the case anymore because the technology that everyone has access to is sufficient to at least like in a really degraded way, imitate what, you know, probably what state agencies are doing, meaning that now it's pure anarchy because, you you assume those like. Whatever the fuck they are, the UAPs. We are all like, oh, well, we know it's not a state agency, or if it is, we're it's like deeply secret. It's like, motherfucker, you think it's a state agency? What if it's just a group of geniuses who like cr- secretly crack their own thing in their basement, and they're like just fucking around with this thing? You know, that's the or the you know the 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 obvious thing coming out now that it, the um, everyone suspects that the Virus came from the virology lab in the place. It was at the epicenter where, where they the used f- to
1: study the exact Everybody virus. not yeah.
2: everybody when that at first they were like, oh fuck it definitely came from there and then they're like well Actually, there's the wet markets there. But anyway, the point is like what if what if you're like an an e hyper eco environmentalist group and you know that if you engineer this thing that's got like an extra two weeks or whatever, We're asymptomatic, like you engineer a thing not to kill people, but to fuck up economies. Right. And then you go to the place where there's an Institute of Virology and you release it there. And of course people are gonna be like, well, it must've come from there. Right? Right,
1: that's a good point. We
2: just assume it's from like this place or that place.
1: Right. You know what I mean? It could be from anywhere. Well, three people that worked in that lab got sick but we're assuming they got sick from that lab. Like, what a great cover if you, like, sprayed them at a restaurant. Yeah.
2: Get them to go in there. Right. Get everyone sick. It seems like it comes from there.
1: Dude, Duncan Trussell thinking on a 4D chess scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I like it.
2: Well, it's scary, though. I mean, this is, again, like, to me, that's the part that's, like, a little daunting. And, oh, and we, all, you know, is that this shit, you know, it's not like it's going to get better.
1: It might get better. I think, uh, if anyway, uh, any way that's going to make it better is technology. I think technology is going to allow ultimate transparency where you could read minds. Once you could see, clearly see people's intent, it's going to chase all the demons into the shadows, like roaches with the lights on. You're going to see. Like you kind of tell, but you kind of allow some of it to exist. Like when you see like Schumer and Pelosi kneeling with African garb on, and you're like, what? are you doing what is happening here like what is this weirdness right when you see someone doing weird shit you kind of okay politicians for example the best like they'll say a speech but it's off doesn't sound like anything you would say they're doing weird things with their hands yeah you like accept a certain amount of insincerity but you don't like it
2: well no you you know it's like you're talking about like the uncanny valley that thing where when you're looking at cgi and it's not quite right and it's fucking creepy yeah right it's that thing where it's like And this seems to be happening across the fucking board, you know, where you're seeing, like, what does appear to be a kind of clumsy alien attempt to express solidarity with something, but it doesn't quite understand humans. Like, it's not like it doesn't just understand whatever the fuck it's, like, trying to express connectivity to. It's like it doesn't understand The way normal people interact. I mean, and I think like if you get a political class and you put them in a city where they can get on underground subways that are just for them, ride around in these little fucking trams through DC to avoid the traffic. They live in like the, they live in like, they live in this weird, weird bubble. And over time, you're gonna get weird. Like you're gonna get weirder and weirder. You're not even. Are you really interacting with your? Con- constituents, probably a little, but also you're getting like you've got advisor upon advisor upon advisor articulating some expression of what's supposed to be the will of the people, but that's been warped a little bit by the lobbyists, you know what I mean? So you're, so, and also you're, you are thinking like, fuck, I want to get reelected. I need millions of dollars to get reelected. And that's not going to come from anybody but certain corporations, but then those corporations have like kind of loose ties with countries that are uh, like there's uh, are adversaries as they say, meaning that all of a sudden it's not just like some lobbyist who wants there to be a lack of regulations on oil pipelines getting the ear of some politician but it's a corporation that's a little bit influenced by a completely different country getting the ear of the politician. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Now it's like you know what I mean. It's like suddenly we're getting like this thing that's some kind of like um, hybrid. Yeah. It's not a country anymore. It's a. It's it's becoming more of a. I don't know. Like just some hyper connected thing that is like probably not quite a, what you would normally call traditionally call a country.
1: Well, a country didn't exist in the form of the United States until 1776, and then it's evolved from there. Right as they as money starts getting weirder and weirder, like because money's all digital now, right? It's all flying around, and then what it becomes, Bitcoin money. Then it's really digital. We get into cryptos. If crypto becomes the the general currency of the world, yeah, right. And then what's to stop that from happening with language? So we have a universal currency that uh is uh it it, it doesn't have like a, a, some backing behind it. It's just this weird thing where people just agree that a bitcoin is worth $52 today or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. You know, it's it's a weird one, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, how do you uh how do you stop that from happening with language? Like what if people come along with a language that's easy to learn. You can learn it, you know, you can learn it. it's fun, there's games you can play, you can learn it while you're playing a game. Yeah. And you, you get points. Like, what if there's a call of duty language? Like, no bullshit. You know, like, how yeah. different video games are thought about creating their own sure. coins? People have Different people have different coins, right? They're yeah. making their own coins. What's to stop you from making a language that goes along with a video game? Woo. And as you get really good at the video game, you learn the language.
2: Also, yeah, if like Musk's Neural Mesh works out and so we can expedite the yeah. ability to learn new languages so it's not just like new languages are being formed but then also you can just digest them like yes. instantaneously yes. and then so now you get this like weird hyper evolving language that is probably going to be the language they, that the settlers speak on the moon colonies and the mars colonies and the asteroid miners yes. like what are you you're not going to be able to speak you're gonna have to have some pigeon. By the way, I watched the Stanford professor that you had on. He like, you know, what I'm talking about. You have so many people on. What you had a you had a Stanford professor who's like a, a cultural biologist or so. He's showing like how gene expression uh, affects like the just basically a lot of humanity. I wish right. I could remember his name. It's a wonderful lecture. If you look it up on YouTube,
1: how it, long ago was this?
2: I don't know, man. I just Googled him and it showed. I think it might be Huberman. I don't know. Andrew I don't Huberman. Ge- whoever it was is very. He's a
1: genius. Did he look like funny. a like a handsome soldier? No, no. Huberman is a, <laughs> Huberman looks like a scientist in a, Mar, a Marvel Comics movie. Like that's not a fucking scientist, but he's like a legitimate scientist, like a, an absolutely yeah. super well respected. Uh, I believe is a. What is his? What this, is Huberman's discipline officially? Scientist. Neuroscientist.
2: This guy looks like an acid chemist.
1: Oh, oh, who the fuck would that be?
2: Look up, it's Stanford. It's like he did a. I'm How long to, ago? I man, I'm this late at night. I'm just watching <laughs> Stanford lectures. I don't know that I'm not looking at times. Sapolsky.
1: What? what? Robert Sapolsky. Sapolsky. Oh, he's one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, Sapolsky. Yeah. What, what, oh my
1: god, he's 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 uh, the the guy that got me to think. First of all, the hardest about parasites because his, his big thing was toxoplasmosis. That's what uh, I found out about him. He was teaching a, a lecture on toxoplasmosis, and I was like, oh my god, do I have that? Because like, I've had cats, like, yeah. and I had wild cats at one point in time. Yeah. I had a, and um, it's really common in cats, and really common in, in cat people. You know, It's really common in um, uh, poor parts of the world, where they have a lot of feral cats. Some places are like France at one point in time, but 50% of the people were infected by this brain parasite yeah. that comes from cats. Yeah. And you know the whole story behind the, the parasite? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I
2: loved it. I mean, I, for some reason, it never gets old.
1: It never gets old. It's a fascinating parasite. And this is what it does. It gets into rats and it hijacks the reward systems. It hijacks the way the rat's brain works and it makes the rat sexually attracted to the smell of cat urine. Yeah. So their, 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 their balls swell up, their dick gets hard. It's crazy. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. And it also simultaneously removes their fear. It's so strange, and it's a strategy <laughs> Wait, for this I'm sorry, parasite. I'm,
2: I'm so sorry, Doug, I'll forget it. <laughs> Imagine if there was like a, a grizzly bear parasite that made your dick hard around
1: <laughs> bears. It made you want to <laughs> run to a cave into the <laughs> den. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh my god, that would be hilarious. You'd see. That would be fucking hilarious. That like Alaskan
2: Park Rangers is like a new thing they got to deal with. (laughs) These fucking assholes out there with like rock hard dicks.
1: Why is your dick hard, soldier? (laughs) I gotta get to the bears. (laughs) that's hilarious. But that's what it is, man. And the proportions are pretty similar too like rat to cat yeah. versus person to bear pretty fucking similar it's
2: crazy to think somehow that happened in this dimension that 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 is how long we've been here that's how it's just crazy to think that cuz that just seems yeah if we're designing the simulator that's a funny thing we do as a joke like let's make it so that like there's a parasite that makes cats or rats horny when they smell cat
1: piss it's, it's so crazy and it does more than that man it gets them horny, it gets them to not be afraid, and then it reproduces. Then they start a
2: podcast.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it reproduces inside the cat's gut. That's the only way this parasite reproduces. Right. So it tricks the rat into getting close to the cat. There's some sort of weird thing that's going on. Like, that is a complex deception. That's not a regular deception. No. You're doing all, you're like, no, I didn't work this way. No, it didn't work that way. How many thousands of times does a rat have to get eaten by the cat or killed by the cat before they figure out yeah. how to do it right, where it's real consistent?
2: Yeah. I mean, the mutation, I guess it's just mutations. I, I
1: don't, I don't know. know about that, man. I'm. I, 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 it's definitely mutations. But I almost feel like there's a missing element to what makes things work that we're not, tuned into God. you know like we have like these mechanisms like and this is no disrespect to the people that study this and obviously i'm a moron but all these people that are looking at this and looking at these mechanisms i agree with all their work i'm not saying that i disagree that these mechanisms are in place and that they can show a clear cause and effect to like certain yeah. genes and why they express themselves and certain uh evolutionary traits that are beneficial to whatever animal but i think there's also some other weird shit going on man I think there's, there's multiple things going on, and I think it's almost like there's information out there in experience. And that information, when animals get jacked or when things go wrong, that information still manages to transfer out into the tribe you know oh, in some right. sort of non-verbal communication so yeah. i think it does that to like the parasites and i think it works that way with people i think it works that way with a lot of stuff i think ideas and and like tones the way people see things yeah. generally spreads almost like a virus as much as it spreads like information that's right there's a weird thing to it and i think if you look at parasites and how the fuck a parasite figured out a rewire like hey uh, when the rats eat us, we can't. We don't fucking breed, okay? Because we can't, we can't reproduce inside the rat's gut. We need to get in that yeah. fucking cat. How do we yeah. do this? So they figured out how to get in the cat, like, and the way to get in the cat is to trick the rat, and then it gets to people because people love cats, right? So they yeah. tell pregnant women never touch kitty litter, yeah, because that stuff can get in you and if it gets in you it fucks with the child's development it's uh related to uh decrease in iq uh increase in um uh impulsive behavior increase in sapolsky was saying that there was an. i don't know about the iq thing google that find out if that's this i might be wrong about that if toxoplasmosis In children leads to a decrease in IQ. That's some. The decrease in IQ thing is like, what the fuck causes IQ, right? You know, like, what are all the little pieces that are moving in place there? But anyway. So said that um, motorcycle victims, when he was doing his residency, they would come in, and there was a disproportionate amount of motorcycle resident, uh, mo- motorcycle accidents rather, that have toxoplasmosis in their Whoa. system when they would test them. So his, the doctor that he was working with when he was doing his residency, told him, "Let's test them for Toxo," and he's like, "There's a disproportionate number because it makes him reckless. It makes people reckless." Fuck. Also, so here's another thing that's wild. Like when you look at toxoplasmosis infections, there's some sort of a connection to successful soccer teams. What? Yeah, countries with successful soccer teams generally have a higher rate of toxo. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's the toxo that's causing them to be successful. It could just be. Coincidental because those are the countries that like are really obsessed with soccer because it doesn't require much money to enter. Like poor people can play it. You just need like a ball, of tape, and you can kick that around, huh. right? So like the idea is like there's a lot of games that come out of soccer that aren't soccer. Like, they they start playing it and get really good at it.
3: I think the IQ thing is something similar. It says, oh, it is something true. Like, it's overrepresented among people with only elementary education. So right. It's just about who they, who they looked at for this Right. Study. Can
1: you scroll that up so I can see the arm is in the way. Up, just up. Uh, just go that way. Oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. Um, analysis a sample of 857 conscripts showed Toxoplasmosa positive subjects were significantly overrepresented among people with only elementary education had significantly lower verbal intelligence and significant lower factor of novelty seeking. Huh. Bomber we well, got to think again you're dealing with poverty right you're dealing with third world a lot of third world environments where they have a uh, high incidence of that shit but that is fucking fascinating that a bug figures out a way to get a rat horny and get him chasing a cat so yeah. it gets eaten because it wants to get in that cat's stomach that's wild the man the
2: implication is this this is really creepy but it is, when I'm like looking at like people with COVID or afraid to get the vaccine or people are like, put like, you know, the like, the, we, we have this fucking thing. It's probably a bioweapon, man. And we got this thing and people gathering together, you know, when, in the, in the, when it was soaring, just gathering together at Sturges, you mm-hmm. know, you have to, like, I was thinking like, fuck, did they not just engineer a bioweapon, but did they figure out a way to make it so that part, one of the things it does is it makes people want to get really social and like go against the thing that would slow it down? You know, like is this some kind of fucking insane new version of toxoplasmosis that makes people, I don't know, just want to get it. There's some people who just wanted to get it.
1: Just to get it over with. Just
2: to get it over with, but that's like for a virus, Jesus Christ, that's the best thing that can happen to you, man. Right. Like with chickenpox. But it's pressure,
1: That's just pressure you know like some some people just can't handle the pressure of awaiting something over and over and over again yeah. the anxiety of when is it going to come
2: right yeah i mean look that was it was it was i remember when we didn't even know what it was yeah and I, that's when i'm like well I, it's probably going to just fucking kill me at some point i was having like you know when we didn't know when it's like yeah. this could be a post apocalyptic movie in 3 months cuz this is a new things so we're not positive everything that it does we don't know what the fuck it does it could make your feet explode you know what I mean it could do who knows like what all of a sudden a few months in people are having like seizures and the toxoplasmosis stuff I mean I've I've I'm in a fucking robe and I'm wearing a wig. <laughs> I'm obviously not. Listening. But you're in good I'm,
1: company. I'm not. Okay.
2: <laughs> Clearly, you're not listening to like some kind of like. It, yeah, so, so don't listen to him. Not, He's got an Illuminati a, ring on. This is not a fucking TED Talk. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, if toxic, if like over zillions of years, toxoplasmosis can make rats get horny when they right. smell cat piss. So Couldn't someone whip some shit up in the laboratory That makes people just I don't know Like a certain kind of sneaker You know Could it? Could a, <laughs> could a corporation whip up a virus That just, it, it just Could you
1: imagine if they did and But didn't have any other side effects You tell me they wouldn't do it Isn't that what advertising is They would do it Isn't that what advertising is Yeah man You know Yeah Like just, especially to dullards Right Someone who maybe have toxo And they're uh They're they're more susceptible to ads. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that's the way to get people to be more susceptible to ads. Let more rats with toxo out in the streets. Oh, my God, man. Imagine if they're just spraying toxo down into the the sewer pipes in New York City. Yeah. Just trying to, like, get it out there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
2: But, you know, man, to get back to your idea of, like, shit, it feels like there is something that we haven't quite figured out yet when it comes to like gene expression and the way that it gets genes mutate and the way evolution happens similarly with language and with data we aren't at the place yet where we acknowledge that that data is as much of a drug or a virus as anything else just you know what i mean but because you're eating it with your eyes doesn't make it any less like you're getting infected so you know what i mean you're right I, I, I when you said that holy fuck that's what advertising is i had to pause for a second because it when you look, it really is right yeah especially if you it's look, a mind virus if data is alive and and we or is a form of life or kind of like you know they say a, a virus is not quite alive not quite dead it's some somewhere in between so are information packets you know yeah. and, and the effect that they have is so profound that, yeah, if, I mean, I wonder how laws would change if we start uh, reframing what information is uh, as something, of it's more of a living thing. It's more of like, it's more of a thing that like lives in the mind and jumps from one person to the next, but it's actually kind of alive. Kind of not, but it's sort of a living thing. I think thing. that
1: of ideas all the time. I think that ideas might be alien, like a different life form. Here's the thought, everything you see Right. Everything from buildings to fucking power lines, cars, everything that's man made came out of the mind. It came out of the human imagination. And we just take it for granted that it's a thing. Like, here's a table. Here's a skyscraper. Yeah. Yeah. But where that come from, it came out of the mind. Like an idea came into the mind and tricked the monkey into building it. And the monkey says, look me big building make right here. Look what I've done! Ooh, monkey so strong, (laughs) monkey so smart. You know we think that we're so awesome because we figured out how to make that Huawei phone that spies on your neighbors, right? But what is that? What is going on there? Well, we oh the Communist Party is trying to take over. Is it or is it the most successful vehicle for getting ideas through? Is it the most successful vehicle for getting technology through? Right. Ideas that create things, which are the most important ideas to things. Right. Not to humans. That's why we, we moan and we talk about materialism and how fucking shallow the world is. Because we recognize there's a disconnect between the things that are are valuable to humans and the things that just make more things right. they're valuable because they allow more things to be created well then you go well, what the fuck are these things yeah. what are these things and how they trick us into loving them so much they don't I'm talking about how my I love watching phone videos. They don't change my fucking life, right? If I had an iPhone 6 and I just we're good. <laughs> let's stop right there. Yeah, I probably wouldn't notice right You'd probably send me a message I say hi back. We're cool yeah. call each other. Hey, what's up? Yeah. You know, maybe my phone would look a little shittier for the FaceTime, but that's it. Yeah, other than that I wouldn't notice anything. Uh, but but I'm, but we're all obsessed with these fucking things, yeah. and these things have weaselled their way into our lives. And then you get the commercials, and the sh- commercials show the things, and it's usually a girl with long legs and pretty feet. Dude, those Apple Woo! commercials lately, I want to fuck
2: the commercial. Like, it, it's just, yeah, it, you know, have you seen the? You know, what I'm talking about the new no, Apple commercials. I
1: haven't, but I definitely, can only imagine.
2: like, you know, like someone who used to work at MKUltra, <laughs> got a job at Apple, and was like, look, why don't you try this thing that we did during Project Stargate, and we'll make <laughs> this thing. And then suddenly Target. you get this Apple commercial. It's just some woman woman's, uh, and it's like beautiful, beautiful computers yeah. that I don't need at all. He's... My wife and I watch it, and we're like, we gotta get one. <laughs> and it's like, but why? I've got a computer. You have a computer, <laughs> but the commercial is so potent. You're like, yeah, they get I you. want a
1: blue, a blue Mac. Ah, blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. New colors.
2: Yeah. So, want a red phone. But it's but th- to me, what's really c- cool and 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 what may hopefully is it, but in the future might be looked at as Wild West, is that, I mean, you look at Apple, right? This is two multiverses away from this one this is a tower of wizards. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's what it is, right? Yes. And like every once in a while, like today was their big keynote thing, but wow. every once in a while the wizards show, behold the f- new
1: come out spirits
0: of the castle.
2: we've summoned. And then, you know, shows it to the villagers and we're all like, oh my God, look at that right. glowing cube of Anaxanax. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like the cube of an axanax will now teleport six feet farther. But yeah two multiverses away. That's what it right. is. But you know, we knowing that these are wizards and then realizing these commercials, they're casting spells on us.
1: Two, two multiverses away. We just don't think of it as a spell. It's a
2: spell!
3: What is that uh, image? Uh, Why are you showing me that? It's the apple.com that, <clears throat> as it starts, it's, it's what he's describing, all these little emojis are looking at the spell. Oh,
2: my This is a spell of hypnosis 17 auction. They're gonna
3: get you to
1: accept those as your avatars and you're gonna be more comfortable with them than your real skin. And then they're gonna give you the option three or four phones from now to actually become that avatar permanently and your old skin. You could I'll always go it. back to your old skin temporarily, but only as long as you have battery life. <laughs> Cuz in real life, you have to make the swap. You have to decide, yeah. you know. And in real life, it's just much more efficient for our systems if you just accept the avatar all the time. Yeah. And you can upgrade your avatar with this, you know, it's not that expensive.
2: Sure. I mean, I mean, you just described one of the stories of how humans incarnate in this dimension as you you pick your Incarnation
1: maybe that is part of why we're so obsessed with gender and race Maybe we're gonna to get to a point maybe the universe is priming us and we're gonna to get to a point very soon Where you can really swap out your gender and race You really yeah. can change what you are because you're just Electricity going through your fucking brain connected to some machine by some weird interface And now they have figured that interface out and you will live the life Of whoever you want, whether you want to be tall or short, whether you're a person who decides you want to experience life in poverty, whether you want to experience life as a genius, where you want to be a girl or a boy, gay or straight, black or white, Asian, whatever the fuck you want. You could do it all. Anytime you want, you can go back and forth. Yeah. Bro, that's coming.
2: Well, that's, you know, like I opened up the singularity is near recently just to look you know look through it's a great book Kurzweil's got this definition of humans in there that's so beautiful and I'm gonna butcher it but it's essentially like you know he's got a lot of definitions of humans some of them are really amazing like something like self-replicating nano-replicator or something but like the the other description is humans are things that because the Towards the end, in, in there, he's like, people ask, like, okay, if we learn to use nanobots to decode us and, like, you know, not just transform our bodies, but, you know, merge humans with other humans. or You know, theoretically, entire collectives of people could merge together as superorganisms with one personality, but what are, what are we going to be after that? And he says, what humans are are creatures that like to push past all boundaries. And, and so the market pressure that is going into like people spending all the money they spend to build these insane fucking phones uh that is the thing that's pushing us towards that point that that and that there's no choice that's the other thing i didn't realize this until i was reading it recently because somehow when i was reading the singularity shit before i used to imagine oh we have a choice in this like humans as a whole just put the brakes on and be like you know what let's Let's slow down on the singularity project thing. I don't think we're gonna do it. There's no choice. Like we're part of a river that's going over a waterfall, and and no 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 particle of water gets to say, hold on everybody, let's not go over the waterfall. What do you right. say? We just hang out, turn into a lake or something. It's like no, there's no way out of it. It's happening, and and, and the and all this stuff that's causing all this fucking turmoil in society is related. Two humans coming to this weird point of freedom where we might not have to be what we were born as in any way in any way in any way and for and that for whatever reason is very upsetting to some people some people don't like it they're like you got to be what you were born as all things all things you know if 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 it tomorrow a technology emerges where you could change your Ethnicity. Think of the the. Think of the. Uh, Some people be mad at you for doing the culture. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It would be a huge controversy, man. And similarly with gender, but not with just with gender. Imagine if tomorrow, you, you know, anyone who wants to, could turn into the most in shape person ever. So now, you know, now when you see somebody who's in shape, you're like, wow, they've got a lot of discipline. But that all goes away. There's no more. You know what I mean? There's no currency anymore. And like, oh wow, you're a, a you're a master. A pianist, oh, that's amazing! So, what what app did you? Right, use? you learned.
1: Right, you learned you, it easy. You know, oh,
2: you're you're such Instantaneously. a. Instantaneously. you've become so. Cheers. Cheers, my brothers. You become so much funnier ever since you did that upgrade. Right, you know what I mean. I, you know, I. I but
1: isn't this ego, right? Like, isn't this what we're thinking about? Just ego that, like, people have gone through this intense, laborious process to become the greatest tennis player of all time. But if you could just get there through technology, isn't it? It's, I mean, I get that there's like all these signals of discipline and yeah. all these signals of being something special. But it seems like that's just because it's hard to do, right? There's a thing that's going on here where it's like we're praising things that are hard to do because it's an ethic, right? It's like burned into our system, and we think it's definitely positive. The things that are hard to do make you a better person. But we're basing that on the idea that that's the only way to make you a better person. Like that just taking Mm. these downloads and all of a sudden learning how to play concert piano or learning how to do kung fu or learning how to do calculus like instantaneously adds to your database maybe you just became a, the same version or, or even maybe a better version of a better person because you're not constantly bitter about struggle. Because one of the things that sucks about really famous people or uh, really successful people or really exceptionally accomplished people is they want you to know, right? when they know, want you to know, and I think we've all been guilty of it and I don't I know I've been guilty of it for sure. You know, where I was like uh, like happy about certain success and I bragged about it. And, and you know, in retrospect, re- retrospect rather, it's probably gross, but in the moment I was being celebratory. Yeah. But that is a thing where when people are trying to do something and it's difficult to do, when someone does something like that, we admire them because they made it through. But ultimately the benefit is supposed to be that it makes them somehow or another a better version of what they were. Yeah. With everything they do, whether they climb Mount Everest or write a novel, yeah. hard things make you a more interesting person. Everybody yeah. that I know has gone through some interesting shit, and it's one of the things that I love most about comics because I know the emotional roller coaster ride that it takes to become a competent yeah. comedian where yeah. you're working professional. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then to do what we do, what you and I do, which is even weirder, where you're just thinking out loud in front of the world, which is fucking bananas, a ridiculous thing to do, and while you're doing it, most of the time you're high or drunk, or a lot of the time, at least. All these things they're interesting, and we're, we celebrate them because we know they're hard to achieve. But why do they have to be? Why can't people just become a better person with a download? Do we want someone to fucking have to run marathons for 10 years to yeah. be a better person? Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's a download. Beep. And all of a sudden, you're like a guy who runs marathons every day for 10 years. You're like a stoic person who uh, you know just appreciates things for what they are, you don't come with any bullshit, you're not emotionally over-needy, you yeah. don't require additional attention. Like there's all these things that people are allowed to do where they, they require additional attention that they don't really deserve. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing on the flip side. Like the people that get attention for things that they have accomplished, and they want it, and they, they just fucking, that's why they're doing it. Like that's not good. And it's also not good that people want attention for things they don't deserve attention for. Right. Like you didn't do anything. Like why do you want to be celebrated? You you've got work to do. You're lazy. Yeah. You eat too much. What are you doing? Stop yeah. stop saying it's the world's fault. It's not the world's fault. Yeah. Get up. Stop farting on yourself and go outside. Go. Just go, go.
2: outside. You can fart on yourself. Give go a outside. Break. But that there's
1: if you just get all that with a download. Why do you have to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, for sure, you got a download. We all got downloads, yeah. right? I got a, a fairly lucky download where there wasn't a lot of trauma, it wasn't any, anything unsurmountable. Yeah. Some people get downloads that are horrendous. Yep. And they have to work their way through childhood sexual abuse, right? They could have been molested by the time they were babies, right? That's, that's a real thing yeah. across the world. So imagine that download.
2: Well,. That's okay.
1: not, right. Imagine if you can just come along and fix that. Oh, we're gonna take that and just fix that issue, and then give you uh, a guy who climbed all the mountains download, and then you're gonna learn kung fu like Neo in the Matrix. Give you that download. Sure. Calculus. That download. Why wouldn't you do that? Would you? You want to work hard? Well, I want to earn it on my own fucking back.
2: But that would be so. That would be one of the big controversies, which is like, okay, so we've got. One league of baseball players that achieved their ability to play baseball through a combination of skill and talent and practice. And then we have this other league, they're all 14, <laughs> but they did a download <laughs> so that now they're like 50 times better than any living baseball player. Watching them is like watching some kind of like psychedelic geometry because they're so fucking good and the balls move so fast it's like the most insane thing you've ever seen but do you want to watch that yes or do you want to watch Yes. that's what i'm saying you're not gonna watch (laughs) an old baseball game oh yeah let's go watch the fucking dodgers you know they 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 haven't had any downloads they're just it's just old classic baseball when the balls moved less than 600 miles per hour (laughs) when the balls didn't break the sound barrier
1: You no know. shit, right?
2: But that's the problem is yeah. because you're going to have a group of people that rejects becoming whatever this thing is. And those people they're going to they're going to say things like we're being ostracized. We're being pushed to the side and it's like, well, kind of, but also what's happening is you don't want to adapt. And the history of evolution is adaptation, for better or for worse, it might be better to be a primordial person who hasn't done gene therapy, who hasn't transformed their, their genetics, which, which is coming, the, 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 the new vaccines are, are part of that, but the thing that's, <laughs> the thing that's coming, because the, the that, that shit sped stuff up. Right. What's coming is going to be, all, again and again, you're gonna get this opportunity. Where it's like, do you want to get rid of your diabetes maybe? Okay, we're going to give you this thing that's going to reprogram your DNA so that you're not all fucked. Your insulin is working, so everything's working. Your your pancreas is working. And some people who have diabetes are going to be like, no, I think I want to stay like this. I don't want to alter my DNA. And other people are going to be like, yes, do it now fucking injected in me. I don't want to have to go through a life like this anymore. I want to see what it's like and not just that aging and not not just that cancer, which I'm quite excited about because I had it and you know, having had it, it's like you it's it's uh, it's any any advancement in that realm is like exciting me because it took my mom too. And obviously for not just my own selfish ass, but everybody out there is contending yeah. with it. But like you this is going to be every, you know, few years there's gonna be a thing where it's like, yeah, you don't want it? Okay, you don't have to get it. But the more you don't get it, and then when it gets to intelligence, man, when it gets to just like, you know, or what if you want to give your workers genetic therapy that makes them faster, mm. you know, or smarter, or whatever, you know what I mean? All, it's Move just, quicker. Yeah! Suddenly what happens is the species it isn't, they say this happens in species where they split.
1: Well, especially when you have a thing like CRISPR you th- you have yeah. a, the, the breakthrough technology where you can actually start manipulating genes that didn't that was a thought before now it's a real practice and they've actually yeah. done it on human uh fetuses in china right it's coming man. and didn't they have an unintended uh positive consequence uh, Yeah, I think, I think so. they got smarter. Yeah, <laughs> like whoops, whoops. Yeah, it was John Cena apologizing. So sm- sorry, everybody <laughs> got smarter. <laughs> Love the Chinese people. So sorry. Yeah, this well, guy got smarter. It was an accident. we were just trying to protect him from HIV. That's what it was, right? What? Wasn't it? I think they were trying to give them uh, yes. protection from HIV. I think. Can you Google that, Jamie? I'm not butchering. I think this.
2: the guy who did that got in trouble too, right? I think he I got th- arrested. Yeah, he
1: got wink, wink, trouble. Come on, man! They told him to do that. Um, <laughs>
2: just, just, just. I was trying to decode the wink, wink, trouble, like
1: wink, right. wink trouble. Oh, yeah. um, what is? What was the question? How they phrase that question?
2: The, the, I, I think the question is like, what? what yeah, uh, the, something about age, genetic therapy, yeah. China,
1: the the cl- uh, CRISPR. Increase. They, the, I think it was twins, twin fetuses. And they tried to give them protection
2: online. (laughs) We are now. This is literally the set. You know, when you are online and you are trying to remember what you are
1: googling. (laughs) But this is part of the problem with my podcast, man. It's like people, for some reason or another, think I should stop doing it this way. Gene edits to CRISPR babies might have shortened their life expectancy. That's not great. Oops. Study of almost half a million people links mutation that protects against HIV infection to an earlier death. Okay. Well, that is a weird link that I don't necessarily understand how they could just make that leap. It's like that. Put that back up. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what caused their uh, earlier death. It could have mean they just fucked themselves into oblivion and ran out of jizz. That's possible, too. No shot of getting (laughs) HIV ever. (laughs) You know, I mean. How many people would just go ham? You know, <laughs> yeah. scientists who edited the genomes of twin girls and attempt—oh, was twin girls—take uh, an attempt to make them resistant to HIV may have inadvertently shortened their lives. But I think there's um, another thing that they were saying. They think it impaired some sort of a cognitive benefit.
2: He probably—that's just what you say after you find out you fucked up some babies. You're like, but they're <laughs> smarter,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Trust me, I gotta oh, go. Wait uh, a few years, they're uh, gonna they're... listen.
1: And, and in ten years, they're gonna come up with a cure for their life expectancy being shorter. So, exactly. Relax. Exactly. You're welcome.
2: Why? You know the problem to me, man, is like why they have to call it CRISPR. It's like. CRISPR babies, it sounds like a KFC it fucking like snack.
1: Bacon. Yeah, like why... a bacon sandwich.
2: <laughs> oh, I love CRISPR babies in the morning. I,
1: that's a terrible name. That would have been a good name for like a bacon store.
2: Not, not a, not like the future of humanity. We, we owe it all to CRISPR. <sighs> yeah, but, but you oh. know, I, I, think that that that's that's we're we're just witnessing human humanity reckoning. With this, what's what's coming, the technology? Because here's the other thing, like, you know, if you look at, you know, what they're saying about not just the Wuhan laboratory, but like, did I just say laboratory? Like, I'm trying to it's
1: Wuhan the Wuhan laboratory. <laughs>
2: Why did I say? Like, but like you're drinking. It, oh, thank you. I almost forgot. But like <laughs> the the uh but yeah, the like if you look at like the... So the big controversy right now is virology gain-of-function research which is taking a some fucking virus altering a little bit and sometimes you need to do that to study it right like there's a there i was looking it up there's like these small these po- mice a mice pox i think in australia because basically like you want to take this virus whatever it may be that might pose a threat to humanity like what we what happened in Galveston? Right. That's what they were looking at. The idea being, okay, here, like. Well,
1: which is that we, we uh, went to a place in Galveston where they study these things. Like oh, yeah. We said, what happened in Galveston? Like, there was an outbreak that people don't know about. Oh, uh, you no? Know? <laughs> the Galveston <laughs> fucking <laughs> outbreak. They to be because- like, what happened in Galveston? They're like, fuck, what happened in Galveston? <laughs> Who's Dr. Talking about? Galveston. Let's Google it.
2: No, we just went to this creepy, you know, place where there was a creepy only because, like, there's like tiny little microscopic demons all around you and
1: i should say that we got so high at the airport that we missed our flight (laughs) they left they took off they were already gone like we're like where's this flight we were were so baked we're sitting there talking for so long and then we had to take a flight late that night and we flew all through the night and then landed in the morning and then had an hour to sleep i think
2: then the next day you're in like one of the most secure (laughs) bio laboratories
1: would you put up a Mouse Mousepox.
2: Oh wow. Mousepox. So, but like, so okay. So the idea is, you have you, you, essentially like you're planning a virus, a two multiverses over where apples with a wizard tower. A virus is a demon, and so if you're one of the one of the royal demon uh, defenders, you got to study like what are the most possible fifteen demons that might break out of hell and rampage through Earth, right? And so, so in this dimension, that's like uh, the coronaviruses, but not just the coronaviruses, Ebola, not just Ebola, like all the possible things we might have to worry about, the avian bird flu, right? So if you're like in one of these labs, you need to study it, but you got to study it in, in, a, in a living thing that is easier to study than whatever it came from gain of function, make it so that it infects mice, right? right? Now you can put it in mice and start studying the way it works in living organisms, blah, 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 right? So that's gain of function research, right? So like virologists, so now there's like the, a moratorium on it, at least I hope there, it's very strict. But virologists are kind of like, look, uh, we have to do gain of function if we're gonna study the shit that's coming because we wanna try to at least begin the process of making a vaccine understanding how it's going to affect civilization so that if it does come if the demon comes out of hell we know the spell is to cast that's the reason we got the covid vaccines everyone's like they they started working on it 6 months ago it's like no they didn't they've been working on versions of it for a while because of this very thing but anyway the problem is the problem with gain of function the double edged sword is you're making the thing it's like instead of waiting for the demon to explode from hell you summon it in a sealed chamber of Lornax.
1: Like where they put the Hulk in that clear box? Yes,
2: exactly.
1: Pull that video, pull that, oh, excuse me, that uh, text up, brother. Because this text is insane about micepox. I'm going to read this to you folks because it's such a fucking... Listen to this. A virus that kills every one of its victims by wiping out part of their immune system has been accidentally created by an Australian research team. Yep. Just imagine that. A virus that kills every one of its victims was accident. Whoops, we were trying to make syrup, and now, we wanted to put it on our pancakes, but we accidentally made a virus that I, kills everybody. I mean, what does that mean? Wait a minute. It's not an accident if that's what you're working on. Well, no. Is that what they're working on? But that, the reason they're working on it is because right. you would
2: rather understand it in a laboratory than all of a sudden mousepox naturally mutates. And suddenly, it, shit tons of people are just dying, and we have no idea how to deal with it. So oh, the, yeah, for the, sure. But that's but the argument for gain-of-function research. Oh, I get it. Okay, okay. okay no,
1: then. no, no. I get the argument for it. It's, I mean, it's really interesting, right? It's like, how do you understand how a virus mutates other than making it mutate yourself, and you do it in this like, really safe, contained environment? <laughs> that place but life was, finds a way, Well, that place it? wasn't safe. That place had been cited for safety violations what? in 2018. I didn't know that. Find that, please. This mousepox is scaring the shit out of me, Australia. What are you doing, Australia? Did wait?
2: I thought it meant it only killed 100% of mice. It means humans.
1: It does kill 100% of mice because it hasn't jumped to humans. But if it did make the leap to humans with the same efficacy, Jesus Christ, that's not good. That's 100% death. That's the thing, man. It's like if you go back throughout humanity, we hit a, we hit a bunch of fucking pit stops where things went real bad, and we had to restart the whole race. And I think at at times, human beings got down to, like, because of natural disasters, just a few thousand people. And for sure, because of um, plagues, the human race probably got dropped down to, like, M- multiple times like half of what it used to be or a third of what oh, it used yeah. to be that happened a bunch of times a bunch of times so the human race itself as we get re- we got real close once I think in Indonesia there was a super volcano that blew off like 60,000 years ago we've talked about this so many times I really wish I could pull this off at the top of my head 2018 diplomats warned of risky coronavirus experiments in a Wuhan lab no one listened yeah okay so 2018 People it, were like, hey, what the fuck? It'd
2: make a good 80s comedy, like a bunch of like, like stoners working at a viral laboratory.
1: What was I just talking about, just before that?
2: You were talking about the, um, you said you've talked about it many times, oh, the fucking super volcano, man. Oh, like yeah. Uh,
1: I think it was in, in- Indonesia, Toba. right? I think
3: Toba, yeah.
1: Toba, and it killed everybody except for, I think it was down to 7,000 people. So the whole earth, think about the seven billion people, they were down to 7,000. What horrors did those people see? Oh the people God. that made it, what ho- how many people did they eat? A lot. How many of their friends did they see die? I mean, what did they oh, do? Yeah. There's 7,000 people. You go from a Horror. million people To 7,000. The sky becomes black with soot as this volcano bursts fire into the sky, and it drowns out all the sun, kills all the plants. You have no food. Animals starve to death. Yeah. They might have just eaten each other. I mean, who the fuck knows?
2: Well, yeah. Right now,
1: anthropologists are going crazy. mm. You don't understand history. You don't.
2: What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but- You're right. are right. They're right. The- uh, I mean this is, it, you know, it would be nice if like when you're watching Fox News or, or whatever the like, l- the left or the right fucking propaganda mechanism is, if every once in a while they would just admit, they're like, we don't know what we're talking about, y'all. That we're, like, we're, the, we're like, we're performing. But they, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I think, sh- think that would be nice if every once in a while they like, you know, broke the fourth wall to, to like. And, they can't.
1: They don't have any freedom. That's part of the problem with that whole format. The difference right. between what you do and what they do is, it's it's on the opposite side of the matrix. People it's, would believe them more, though. doesn't matter. Then it would be a corporate decision to do that, and it wouldn't work. North America settled by just 70 people, study concludes. What? Holy <laughs> shit.
2: Give me a break. Holy How is that
1: possible? F- fucking shit. 70 people? But... Well, scroll up, bro. Uh... Let me read some of this shit. This is nuts. I... <sighs> I was looking at genetic damn.
3: bottleneck theory stuff because that's what that Toba catastrophe mm. talks about. Oh, is that
1: what they think? That's what, what the— yeah,
3: One of the things that could have created it. So it was, was a just... core sample thing
1: too, <clears throat> though, right? Yeah, it... yeah,
3: there were other animals that have gotten down there too, so I was just like, I stumbled across this.
1: A new study of DNA suggests North America was originally populated by just a few dozen people wow. who crossed a land bridge from Asia, Asia during the last Ice Age. About 14,000 years ago, humans crossed the Bering Land Bridge from Siberia to North America. Wow. Most experts agree. You know, I got called racist because I believe that. What? Yeah. Somebody pointed me to something, like why somebody sent me a a thing saying why is this racist? Like people think that some folks like colonists believe that people came here across the Bering Land Bridge and uh, populated North America, where some folks think there was native people just here period like there was native people everywhere and i got to i got to admit i never even thought about it until somebody said that because if there were native people in south america yeah. for sure did it i mean do, oh, do we believe that all the native people in north america and south america walked down from siberia is that what we believe they don't really know right sounds crazy it sounds crazy but it's just guessing at this point maybe that's right who knows or or maybe there's people already here maybe we don't I- know Maybe they hopped on rafts.
2: I, I like the Graham Hancock version of it way better. It's like we're older and older and older. Than I think imagine. so. So, yeah. Did like a group of people cross an ice bridge at some point to end up in a place that had recently experienced a meteor or a comet like impact on the planet? Maybe.
1: Just imagine this shit. 70 people. 70 people. Coming across from Siberia. Well, by the way. During that time, 14,000 years ago, you know it was alive on that Bering land bridge Mammar. that they think kept people from crossing over sooner? No. The short-faced bear. The short-faced bear makes a grizzly bear look like a koala bear. So you
2: had to fight bears.
1: You couldn't fight bears. Uh-huh. You could not fight a short-faced bear. Short-faced bear is so big, it's it's a, a, a demon in a movie. Look at that. The biggest of all the bear species. Wasn't that tough. <laughs> 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 well Randall carlson and graham hancock believe that that short-faced bear was a victim of the younger dryas impact theory yeah they believe that the Meteors. asteroids slammed into the planet and there's real proof of that in terms of when, when they do core samples according to these guys that yeah. at, at uh, in that range of like when the ice age ends there's all this uh, nuclear glass that indicates there were some sort of impacts all over the place, all throughout Asia and I'm Europe. Not, I love that shit. It's a wild theory, man. It's such a crazy theory when you think about that. But that fucking bear died off yeah. and people made it because we, we, we're ingenuity. we yeah. ingenuity, we are ingenuity. We you know are saying? ingenuity,
2: <laughs> we're Toyota.
1: We're number one, yeah. we're number one. But, but we figured out how to survive and they didn't have enough food. They're so fucking big, they yeah. need so much food.
2: Dude, so, okay, okay. Extinction hypotheses. Right? Okay. We always talk about it.
1: But we haven't talked about it with wigs on before. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We can repeat our conversations.
1: I love Doctor, it. Can I just tell, say something before you do it? Yeah. I'm better with you, I'm uh, be- my best podcaster that- with you. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a better. We we know each other so well We used to be roommates Yeah You know, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Definitely we How many together. months after,
2: How long was I at your, Was I Living at your house
1: I don't know Six Was it like six
2: uh, It was so close to that Yeah that
1: was so much I'd fun I'd love to have you At my house I thought it was amazing That was
2: a blast like, What a, I gotta tell you man To like Emerge out of this Fucking pandemic Having like You know Been with my wife Who was pregnant For a lot of it you know, having Which kids. is really
1: scary. Oh right? yeah, but yeah. I,
2: we made a decision. We were like, look, we're not gonna let fear d- determine like our lives. Are like, you guys
1: taking vitamins? Are you doing the whole vitamin thing? She
2: eats more vitamins than I've ever <laughs> seen anyone eat. Cause she breastfeeds. So she like, oh, and I've tasted her over. milk. It's sweet. Like, whatever <laughs> she's doing is right. Cause nice. she makes very sweet. You know, I know why the baby's smiling, because it's like like ice cream, basically. But anyway,
1: yeah. I, I forced my wife to keep making breast milk for three years after the baby was born, just so I could have some for myself. No, you did not. No, of course I
2: didn't. Why did you? (laughs) Joe, why did you let it go? You should have been like, yes. Are you scared? I got scared that she was gonna listen. That's a that's a Twitter trend. Joe Rogan forced wife to (laughs) make. He had a milking
1: area in the house. Bro, you've been to my house. I can't even fucking decorate. I'm not allowed. No. Not allowed to decorate. Nor
2: am I. Mean like this is the thing is like this is a, a recurring problem I have. We have which is that my wife will ask me, do you like this? And then all of a sudden I have like weird, intense, aesthetic opinions that I've <laughs> never had before. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, so true. Like she'll show me a couch. I don't think about couch. I'm like, no, I don't think that's gonna work in that room. And she's like, you, you don't like anything I show you. And then I think about it, it's like I'm basing this on nothing <laughs> other than like a dim, <laughs> like a light feeling of not liking right, it, you and know? you're ready
1: to argue to the death. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> which is like where oh. you're at is, is the enlightened place to be, which is like surrender to it. What are you gonna do?
1: Well, here's, here's the reality of it. First of all, A, I really don't care. If it looks nice, I don't care. I'm happy, I just wanna yeah. sit down. I'm not, I'm not yeah, that interested. Exactly. I'm really not that interested. Exactly. But I also don't like when one other, when one person just like makes all the decisions. Like, um, hey. Right. You know? But I also know, realistically, if I was the one to make the decisions, it would be a mess. Yeah. It would be a hodgepodge of imagery. Yeah. And here's one thing that me and my wife don't get along. Or don't uh, agree with, rather. Um, I'm into, I am not just into, I have this weird obsession with ancient Asian art. Yeah, weird obsession. Like um, the Buddha figure. I have a bunch of Buddhas. I have uh, yeah. different Ganeshes and all these different things from Thailand and China. And I- I'm I'm obsessed with that shit. Yeah. I don't know why. I've I always do. been. I've always been obsessed with that. I see that, and it's like part of me goes, "I want that near me. I want that close to me." I don't know why.
2: Because you used to be a Buddhist. <laughs> <man. laughs> You'll <were>, you <laughs> never accept it, but it's like that doesn't make any sense.
1: I used to be a monkey, dude. Yeah.
2: Well, you were a monkey at some point, too. I mean, it, look, again, that's like my own, obviously, that's my own sense of things. But the, the, the concept of reincarnation, I think, is, is a really beautiful thing and, and probably pretty true. Because, you know, people do have, especially when you look at my favorite reincarnation story is that woman who became an Egyptologist who, that her, her parents took her to this Egyptian exhibit when she was a little girl. And she started crying and shit because she's like, there used to be gardens here. There's a or you know, what I be mean? like, but anyway, that mm. she was having this past life memory of living in Egypt and she became a very famous Egyptologist. Jamie, do you mind looking that up? Yeah, uh, look that up. Because it sounds like bullshit, but it's true. She mm. just remembered this like other time. And she identified aspects of apparently identified aspects of that culture that they didn't that didn't they didn't believe at that point but then later they realized she was right.
1: Or maybe she's crazy and she wants attention and this is what she does. In order to be like the coolest version of the people that study Egypt, she pretends that in another life there. she lived there. I was there. Dun 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 I'm not saying she is. Relax folks. We're just talking.
2: Well, look, I mean, no, well, who are you going to make happy here? Like a huge group of people are like, shut the fuck up, hippie. That, And a yeah. huge group of people are like, come on, Joe, it's reincarnation. Stop being such a cook. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it is the... You, you know, can't make
1: everybody happy, Duncan.
2: Regardless of like the... Uh,
1: the girl who rose from the dead with memories of ancient Egypt. Oh, what year is this? Hold, please. 1904, I don't be- believe a fucking word of it. What back then they believed in chiropractors, they believed in a lot of shit I
2: still believe in chiropractors
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, look, I mean, regardless, I do think like from from my perspective that it's just good karma yeah to to for, we call it whatever you want to call it, but to be sort of i think anything that you're drawn to like that, whether it's like you know, religious imagery or whether it's a style of literature or whatever, you're supposed to, that's, that's like the X marks the spot. Like you're supposed to go deep into it to understand. Cause you know, those images, there, there's so, there's so much associated with those images. They're fractals. Right. And and the fractal contains within it all the scriptures. And so, you know, the scriptures, when you convert them into imagery, they turn into a Ganesh or a Buddha, but because it's all the same it's like the way if you make ice hot it turns into water or mm. you know but if you make it water hot it turns into steam in the same way like the dharma as they call it it appears in these specific ways and one of them looks like the, that imagery you know it's just one of the ways this data set condenses into matter
1: well it it appears when you're under the influence of psychedelics that's the weirdest thing for me My first psychedelic trip ever, there was uh, like an infinite number of Buddhas in a lotus position. There were these golden Buddhas floating around. They had like they represented like perfect symmetry with the way they were seated because they're seated in a lotus position. And from the top of their head, the peak of their head, it went straight down and they were floating and moving all around in synchronicity. And I was like, whoa, it was heavy. And they they would didn't want, you had to abandon, this is the first thing I remember about the DMT experience when I first, the first one with the Golden Buddha, which is literally why I got this tattoo. Because it was one of, one of the most profound moments of my life. Because it was the first time where I felt like 100% clear that there was no room for bullshitting anybody. Like you can get by with charisma and you can say things the right way and you can pretend and maybe you have a little bit of luck and maybe you have some like uh, genetic gifts for certain things. But who are you? What are you? Who are you really? And and you get back and you realize like, oh my God, I'm carrying around all this nonsense for no reason. And it don't work on them anyway. When you get over there and all those Buddhas were like floating er in and around me, (laughs) you know, they knew I didn't sleep as much as I did. they knew I used my phone more than I say I do yeah they they, you know, they know everything, yeah, they know all the lies and all the the painful memories of regret that you have from yeah. the time you could remember from being five. Mm. I hit my cousin in the face with a bag of cookies when I was five, and I still feel bad about it
2: oh man
1: i did i I feel bad about it. This is what happened.
2: How big was the bag
1: um it wasn't very big, it's not that, this is what happened. I hit him with the bag and the cookies went flying and they hit the dirt and then we couldn't eat the cookies. And oh. I was so mad, he was bigger than me. My cousin was bigger than yeah. me and he was upsetting me. And I remember I just grabbed a cookie bag and fucking swung it out. <laughs> but when the cookies went flying out I felt so bad. Yeah. And that was like one of the first times that I'd ever made like an epic mistake where everybody around me wanted these cookies. Cause we were in New Jersey yeah. and there was these delis that would make, or bakeries rather, that would make bread. And we'd go with my grandfather all the time to get bread. And we would get cookies and like little pastries. And I would look forward to them so much. But my cousin was fucking with me. And I just wanted to swing on him. And I needed something to hit him with. And I I guess I was like five years old. Uh, But I remember that. Like that kind of thing. Like that kind of regret. Yeah. Like it stays with you. Yeah. Like your whole life.
2: Yeah. Isn't that intense? Weird. And you, you that that so what happens is you start that's you start thinking that's who you are yeah because it's so loud and it's just yeah. you just naturally start thinking like oh yeah i'm that's me i'm that regret and so in that is the that's how you become a person as you start you know picking out the loudest aspects
1: you stuff. focus on that yeah yeah and
2: assemble it now you've got a personality yeah. this is the shit you put in your twitter bio you're like i forgive but i never forget now you gotta stick to that fucking rule and you know what I mean now this is a this is a rule you just made for yourself just saying this is what I must be like and it's, it's, it's it's like no different than like when you have your imaginary friend and you're like Lika, he enjoys dancing. It's like, well, that's an, not anything there. Or that shit you put on Instagram.
1: Yeah, it's the guy who fucking sold the sculpture with, it was a zero thing. Nothing's Didn't there. Didn't exist,
2: he sold it for $18,000. But this this is why I love that symbol of art that he did because I think it's a critique of what lots of people are
1: doing. Or I think it's a drug dealer looking to launder money. It's okay. an easy way to do it because there's no object. Where's that fucking sculpture? Why can't well, it be Doesn't bug- even exist.
2: You can actually launder money and make a social critique simultaneously. <laughs> it's, that's what fucking art is. But-
1: <laughs> that's, you can launder money and make a social critique simultaneously. That's what fucking art is. They're not mutually put, exclusive. Put that in quotes and let's make t shirts. Let's go. Bro. Anyway, anyway, the- you got to move here. I can't do this without you. Joe, I
2: I, you. Have look, to move don't, here. don't torture me. We, let's we, just we, do one a week. One a week? <laughs> We just got my <laughs> – I'd love to, by the way. i love move to. move here.
1: No, but – I'd love to, too. I think we can sort things out. I think when I get, like, the, the most ultimate cancellation and then the, all the other celebrities aren't willing to come on the podcast anymore, just you and me
2: okay you're not gonna get people love you you're not gonna get you're just in a little bit of trouble you get in trouble but anyway
1: you get in a little bit of trouble you get
2: in trouble
1: i get in a little bit of trouble yeah
2: you get you get in, every time <laughs> i'm on fucking twitter it's like god damn just
1: stay off twitter
2: well yeah well you know Listen, but
1: we were talking about before with like russians and bots and chinese and bots and all these things yeah the problem with twitter is i'm sorry it, man but it's my wig's inherent, falling off i'm yeah, so sorry gone,
2: i'm too. so sorry just a wig break
1: people are probably done with this anyway
2: I'm. I'm not. I'm not <sighs> done with this for the next ah, Freedom.
1: Years. I've always bald druids, right? Aren't they like monks? Yeah. Oh. No. That's aren't they bald? Yeah. Um, the problem with Twitter is the same problem with uh, how easy it is to pretend you're a person on Twitter, because it's so impersonal and so little of you comes through in text that it's easy to start thinking of people like their text. It's easy to say Mm. mean things, or be disrespectful, or to be dismissive, or to completely lack compassion. And as a person who's been the subject of it, it's it's fascinating. And my strategy has always been, like, I'm just going to just not pay attention to this. Right. Because I don't want to argue with anybody. I genuinely try to be the best person I can be. And like all of us, I'm flawed. And I know what my intentions are, and I know how I try to go about business and life, and just I try to be as nice as possible. That's my goal. So when I see people communicating the way they are communicate on Twitter, I'm like, there is no way that that syncs up with my view of the world. And I can't argue on it either. Like, if you argue on Twitter, then you're synced up to this really low vibration. Now, here's the problem. Occasionally, it's a resource. Occasionally, you learn some really interesting stuff. Sure. You see a funny meme. Someone informs you about a documentary or a book that you really, you read it and like, holy shit, thank you so much. Yeah. Occasionally, it does that but it also harbors so much negative thinking. Yeah. It's so bad for the people that are slinging that shit. You're just thinking about it all day long. Yeah. That's all they're thinking about and they're engaged in like some sort of verbal battle and the problem is I know a lot of them independently, right? So I know them outside of Twitter and I'm talking to them and they're on medication and they're doing all kinds of weird things to deal with their anxiety and I'm like, "Hey man, do you ever think part of that Might be what you're in, this battleground you're engaging in, this impersonal, like emotionless battleground where it's like 70% insults. Like, what are you doing?
2: Dude, I, okay, I saw the Dalai Lama speak in Anaheim. And one of the things- How long ago? Long time ago. I was on Mushrooms. It was fucking crazy. But one of the things he said was- and, I, you know, it's weird because, like this again, this is stuff you hear. This is stuff that anyone could say. But somehow when it's coming out of the Dalai Lama, who, by the way, has this translator who's been with him forever, and you see those two on stage together, and then you will understand what Buddhism looks like because it's, like, not serious. It's not heavy. They're, like, talking to each other to translate. They're laughing to each other as they're, like, translating. It's just so in the moment and fun. And you look at that and you're like, Oh, that's not like the boring, like, no, 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 like thing that I thought it was. This is just, this is like alive and like sweet and fun, and they're enjoying what they're doing. It's really, really cool. But one of the things that came up was um, this issue of, uh, you know, when someone insults you, when someone says something shitty to you. And I don't remember the question, but someone was asking this question. And the way the Dalai Lama put it was they don't know you, number one, but it's an, what you're seeing is an echo someone did that to them it got inside of them and then it is echoing it's about like they're like the wall of an weird infinite geometric cave Mm. and this this like wave of negativity is bouncing off of them bouncing to you and and you know you have a choice to react to it as though it were real and if you do you become solid enough to bounce it onto somebody else or realize what it is you're just looking at an echo and just let like once you realize that you don't feel as defensive. It's a, if it's a person attacking you and you feel like, I've got to defend against this, this person. But if you realize, like, really, most people, when they're saying shitty things to other people, they
1: don't know that person because they don't know themselves. Well, the problem is even if they do, like Louis C.K. said something that's really uh, appropriate here. He, we were talking about it. He goes, it's just talk. He goes, it seems like it's different because it's written down, but it's just talk, which is like one of the most ultimate Louis C.K. things to say. Like people have always just like said crazy shit, but it didn't didn't necessarily mean anything. But now because it's written down, all of a sudden we think it means something. But it's basically just people talking shit, right? But they're talking shit. and, And some people... Unfortunately, it's like too much of their life. I've been around too many people where they're hanging out with you in the middle of the day and then they pull up Twitter and you see their eyes gloss over and they start arguing with yeah. someone on Twitter and then yeah. they check it every five, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're talking to you, but then you have to check the Twitter. I'm like, bro, this is not good for you.
2: It's like Paw Patrol for my toddler. <laughs> we, my wife's been putting off Paw Patrol now for a long time. She, I didn't know what it was. She's like, I don't like it. She was a nanny, so she's like, I don't, I don't want to do Paw Patrol. Finally, she's like, let's just do Paw Patrol. That's we show hilarious. him Paw Patrol. Suddenly, Forrest is watching it. I'm like, hey, Forrest, you want to go feed the crows? Because in the morning, we feed the crows. And he doesn't answer. He's looking. And she says to me, he's gone.
0: <laughs> Paw Patrol. He's now. in Paw Patrol
2: now. But, yeah, it's, it is. it is. I think that's that's the real tragedy. It's not so much the you know micro moments of feeling butt hurt because someone that you'll never meet decided to say the meanest thing anyone ever said to you <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's not that's that sucks but what really sucks is all those moments when you're completely glue trapped into this technological opiate and you're not interacting with people around you yeah. and then and then also you're carrying the weight of whatever the particular thing cuz like my god it's not like everyone out there is just like you know there's some precise archers of pain out there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we're not talking about a shotgun scatter. perfect. Like, this is not your 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 mama jokes. Yeah. Like this is like surgically designed.
1: Like, yeah. Thing. Reddit assassins.
2: Right. Where you're just like, dear yeah. God, dear God, how do you know me so well? Oh, That's you're so right. good. I'm oh. a father, You oh. got me. You got me. But see, this is the difference between those Buddhas you saw and humans. Because a human identifies that thing and number one, pretends that it's weird that another human should have a flaw, a a, a paradox, a fucking uh, contradiction, that they're not perfect. And then for whatever reason, we'll also think, because you're not perfect in the specific way, I'm gonna fucking do everything I can to expose and hurt you. Whereas those things that you saw, they love you, anyway. They love it itself. Yeah. And so this is the difference between humans what, are
1: infected by demons, is what you're trying to say.
2: I'm I'm saying demons to
1: keep you from loving.
2: Yes. Human. Well, I'd say humans are not the the demons are just a confusion. It's not a demon. It's like a confusion. The confusion is, is that that is I think surrounds the, what the nature of human identity really is. It's a confusion. It's it's a it's a problem of. It's like, so the term ignorance comes up in Buddhism a lot, and it doesn't mean like dumb. It means active ignoring, right? So like any given person has within them stuff they're not proud of, but not just not proud of like you'll admit it on a podcast. You know, like, man, I just love to like suck a woman's feet while I jerk off. (laughs) Is it the most appealing thing? no do i feel weird admitting that not at all who cares right but i'm talking about the deep shit there's stuff you don't want to say you're literally so ashamed of it that you don't want to look at it yourself so that's called active ignoring and so what that does is sweeping the shit under the rug so then now you're going through day to day ignoring whatever the fucking thing is you smack the person with cookies which is not that big a deal some people burnt their fucking grandparents house down and never told anybody you know what i mean and so you're going day to day and and, and you can't really you pretend you don't look at it you don't look at it you don't look at it and then this is where aggression comes from is because because you are pretending you're something and that takes so much energy too because you always have to like avert your eyes from this aspect of yourself that you consider to be subpar or whatever and so this is this produces all this aggression but in, because you're not looking at it in yourself you see it on in someone else right so now it's all reflected all around you your entire life has become a disco ball upon which the shit you don't wanna look at is being reflected back at you over and over and over again, now you're in hell. Because the thing you thought you could just ignore is in your friends, it's in the government, it's in your dogs, it's in every single thing, some version of it weirdly reflected. So that's that's called active ignoring. And so one one aspect of Buddhism is the invitation, look it in the eye, see what happens. What happens if you stop ignoring it and just not just like look at it like it's separate from you be it fully completely Chogim trumpa calls it like compares it to like when you go out to like the badlands and it yeah is this a beautiful place by normal standards no or even like volcanoes like in iceland where that volcanic eruption happened it's lava and cracked and inhospitable is it like beautiful in the sense of hawaii no But it's fucking beautiful and so when you start looking at the entirety of what you are you stop focusing on the hawaii side and give some equal attention to the fucking mordor side and in that you become a real person and all of a sudden the people around you that used to think were fucking like you know assholes or out to get you or this or that you stop seeing it in them anymore and the reason is is because you've acknowledged it in yourself This is the idea and then maybe you can become like those Buddhas you saw because when you've done that with yourself and you see someone who's like thinks they're being clever and hiding the fucking thing and the way I think I'm hiding my bald spot because I can't see it and then when I'm trying (laughs) on clothes I see it in the mirror and I'm like oh my god! Does everyone see that? Yes, they see it whenever they're there you're walking in front of them. But that's anyway, hilarious. so that's so that's the idea. And then and then and then you can love people not because they're perfect, but because you see, oh, they're just like me. They, they have shit that they're hiding from themselves. They have shit they're embarrassed about. They have shit they're working on. But that's everybody. A, everybody.
1: everybody. Do you can I ask you this? Do you think that there's a tr- there's something that's happening with the the understanding of this? For the most part, like a lot of what you're saying resonates with people, it resonates with me. I'm sure it resonates with a lot of people that have embarrassing moments or disappointing moments in their life and they just don't like who they used to be and they want to move forward, whether yeah. it's, whatever it is, losing weight, whatever whatever it is, just yeah. it's applicable to anything, kicking addiction. Do you think that this and this new ability to discuss shit like this, like where in pop culture did this conversation ever get to take place up until now? In terms of the past, in terms of, like, if you wanted to reach millions of people, how the fuck could you do this on VH1? How the fuck could you do this on MTV? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it's not their fault, but it's it's not what their business was. How could you do it on CBS or NBC? How could you do it on Fox? You couldn't. You You couldn't. But it's not their fault, right? It's like, that's not what they do. They do something different. Yeah. So here you are talking about this, and a lot of people are like, yeah. But well, why do you think of yourself as who you were when you were 16, or how, why do you think about who, who, yourself who you were when you're five, hitting your cousin in the head with a bag of cookies? Yeah. Like, why do you think about yourself like that? What is it? Well, it's weird. It's memory, but it's also yeah. there's a thing where the engine that tries to improve your life can get out of control and start gobbling up things it doesn't necessarily need to. Yeah. And it starts taking over all the various aspects of life. Like you you meet someone who's amazing but they're also like super hypercritical and they hate themselves. You're like, "Yeah. Okay, listen. I think you're fucking awesome. Like, yeah. dude, why you why you, why don't you like yourself? Like, you so many people like you. You're cool. like you got to retweak this thing. Turn it to the left. Click click yeah. click click. You're out of alignment." You know, and you see it, but you
2: can't retweak it.
1: I don't know about that, man.
2: No, I mean, I don't mean it's not, I don't mean there's no hope. I mean, mean? like uh, Pima Children. There's a great book. It's called The Wizard of No Escape. But in the very beginning, she says these people they take up this process of meditation because they want to become better people. This is an aggression to yourself as you are right now. It goes back to this idea of like the thing here. It's and this is not to say so. Therefore, we don't improve. But the idea is, like, right now, what happens if – because the thing you're talking about, what the, the tortured mind, yeah. the way the mind produces thoughts, the way the tongue salivates, it just produces an infinite form of thoughts, an array of thoughts, many of which are completely mundane, some of which are horrifying, some of which are just basic day-to-day bullshit that you have to do. But it's always doing this thought production situation within which is encapsulated all of your neuroses, all of your complexes all the things that you feel awful about, all the, sh- all the karmic shit from your whole life, right? So if you begin to realize, oh, shit, that's in me, but I'm not sure it is me, and then you start attacking it, in, like, in other words, you're like, try to fix it. It's a project now. So I'm going to take this thing in my mind. I'm going to fix it. Now you're interacting with it. You're affirming it. And the affirmation, it becomes more condensed and crystallized. Then you become a person who's, like, deeply in the, engaged in the process of getting better, I don't know if you ever run into those people. They're, they've been reading self-help yeah. books for the last 30
1: years. They're just like constantly like, I'm working on myself. I'm- the only thing that really shows is where, where are you? What have you done? That's what shows. What have you done? Where did where, you used to be? Where are you at now? Like right now, where are you at and why are you there? Yeah. Are you there because you just got kicked out of your parents' house and you're trying to get back on your feet? Yeah. Or are you there because you're 40? and you've made every wrong decision over and over and over again and you're mad at everybody around you but you're not mad at yourself. Okay. Right? S- yes, in the
2: in the and in the invitation here is instead of c- coming to that conclusion, which is called waking up, out of a dream, you wake up. You're like, "Oh my fucking It God.
1: was all a dream. Yeah. I used to read Word Up magazine."
2: And you wake up and suddenly you're like, "Man, I used to read Word Up magazine. Now I can't pay my fucking mortgage. What I don't know where what the fuck is happening?" And so, so again, in that moment, a lot of people feel intense shame. Intense shame, intense guilt. So the idea is, the first step is like, and then in that intense shame and guilt, how are you going to treat people around you? Right. Like shit, because you're, you're hurting. Yes, hurting. You're hurting. So the first step is, at the very least, do this wonderful thought experiment. I, to me, it's more than a thought experiment, but it's like what my guru, Neem Karoli Baba, uh, talked about. Rondo By the way, when you can, about, can
1: just casually say, my guru... That's what my guru, <laughs> Neem Karoli Baba, said. You know, that guy. I, you know whatever, what? whatever. I'll I just tried keep to say <laughs> it
2: super fast so you wouldn't notice it. You've said it to me a thousand I times. I auctioneered it this time because uh, I'm like, <laughs> but, 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 What'd but, my Neem guru, What did you say? My guru. Nim Baba. Yes. Uh, you know, so the idea is. Uh, it, it's really an intense idea, and these days it's weirdly controversial, and there's certain times when it's not the right thing to say to people, but essentially the idea is, where you're at is perfect. Play around with that just for fun. Give yourself one minute. After the one minute, you can go back to whipping yourself with the fucking belt of your mind because you didn't make the right choices, or you're a bad boy yeah. or a bad girl. But for a minute, play around with the idea that where you're at's perfect. It's exactly where you need to be. You're there in the same way people go to a gym because this situation is going to teach you everything you need to know about the universe and start living your life from that perspective. So in other words, you don't become passive and think, oh, this is perfect. I'm addicted to fucking meth and my apartment is covered in cat shit. No, it doesn't mean you just leave it like that, but instead of beating yourself up for it, just allow that to be perfect and then see how you start acting you know man i when i've started taking these fucking vitamins and like you know i've been drinking more water and trying to eat better because the pandemic i got a little unhealthy and now i'm feeling like good and when i'm feeling good i'm nicer to people it's just how it is like if i feel good i'm gonna be kind for sure so so anyway this is the idea is like first just let yourself be where you're at that's Perfect. It's wonderful. In fact, you've been invited to the most incredible academy that ever was in the form that you've been invited to it to it in and the situation that you're in right now. Just forget the idea you 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 caused this from a lot of decisions you made in the past. Half the time you were fucking asleep. You didn't know what you were doing. You were scared. You were running from something. You're fucking angry, So angry at your Dealing parents. with your
1: childhood, the way yeah. you were raised and taught and trained.
2: Yeah, you were it's like when I got on when I at one point when I was combating insomnia and I got on Ambien. And fuck that shit, man. But like I got on Talk an, to
1: me about that. Oh my God, dude. I got on Ambien. You know, I, Kevin James told me he went to the supermarket and bought food and came home and cooked it and doesn't remember any of it. Yep.
2: Well, ambience. Made a,
1: I think he went to the supermarket. Either way. Cooked a fucking I, meal.
2: It fucking sucks.
1: Was ready to call the cops in the morning. Thought someone broke into his house and cooked dinner.
2: Not for me, man. It's like, because it's like you want to you sleep.
1: It's like a disassociative, it's right? It's like
2: you teleport from when you, you close your eyes and you teleport to the next morning. No rest, just as though you jumped through time. And How do you feel? Fucking awful, if you were me, but to be to be fully honest, that was when I was addicted to ketamine. So I was like, a, I was on a bit of a rampage, man, I will admit, so it's hard to say it was
1: necessarily because of ketamine. Oh, what a little fucking funny aside.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have full disclosure, but... Uh, That's a hilarious aside. But I remember, like, the next morning, my wife being like, well, do you know what you did last night? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, you kept calling a temple in Bhutan. So like I was like I look at my phone and I was just calling this fucking beautiful temple in Bhutan you know many times. I don't know what I was trying to do there what was happening but yeah fuck fuck ambient man but the point is like
1: maybe not fuck ambient. Maybe while you were doing that like what maybe the problem with ambient is not ambient. The problem is that ambient only it only projects to everybody watching the reality of this carbon-based life yeah but when you're on Ambien and you're calling that temple you're trying to like you're trying to mind sync with a lot of these buddhas yeah if they got on the phone with you like and you're like hey man yeah here I am, I'm fucking hanging out here in Georgia and was thinking I'd like to join I'm
2: addicted to academy can
1: you Woo! help me buddha
2: yeah then, maybe whoa,
1: through the phone. You don't even remember it. You wake yeah. up. You don't even feel like you slept. It's because you've been tripping I, balls all night with some Buddha. Well, d-
2: well d- yeah. I mean, I would love to believe that. I think probably what happened is I was one of many fucking high people who probably leave an answering machine every night at that Stop place. Stop being so hard on yourself. I will. <laughs> Maybe you're a psychic. Well, look, I, you know, man, I, like, I think like, the, these days, like, the big trick is that we is, like, it's just kind of temporarily give up the project of crucifying all the people that you view as being like villainous and, 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 and realize that, that you're, you've kind of been crucifying yourself and you're not fooling anybody. We all know that you, are, you have been tormenting yourself and, and really you've been so hard, a lot of people don't have a mom. You know like, I see the way my mom, my, my, oh, that's a fucked up Freudian slip. I see the way my wife acts with a child and that love, and then the children just eat it up, eat it up, It's like watching like yeah. rain fall, and it's like I think how many people in the world do not have that situation right They don't have it, no one's loving them like that, no one's eating them up and loving them, no matter what, and they no one taught them to do it for themselves. Oh God, it's a disaster man and 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 because of that they they' secretly think they're just abject failures, they're comparing themselves to like like lebron james you know I'm like when i'm writing i compare myself to like Bukowski, and i'll look at my writing and be like this is the worst writing i've ever seen in my life well no shit because you're comparing yourself to like one of the greatest writers that, that ever lived and so in, in my opinion and so anyway all i'm saying is like damn as planet on a planetary level yeah take you you don't have to tell anyone you're doing it but let's fucking have a little like a little armistice like on that Christmas Eve when the, I think it was the French and the Germans, it was Christmas Eve. They all played
1: football together or whatever they played. Let's have
2: a little armistice and for a second, like just give yourself an hour of not thinking you're the most secretly rotten piece of shit that ever wandered across the planet and just realize you deserve all the love in the world. And where you're at is just great and like you're great and I know no matter what, you're like someone's listening to this who's like actively, who's probably got a bowl of like hot dog shit and they're just, they're just, they're just eating it. But but even that, just give yourself a break. I'm not saying start yeah. some bullshit sweet nonsense like be nicer to the people around you. I'm saying for just give yourself a 30 minute respite from the never ending constant secret self loathing like like horror you've been subjecting yourself to because you know that's it that's going to be a great 30 minutes
1: yeah and if you can do that you'll probably have this inclination towards like spreading that to other people
2: i i would say that could be an inevitable result of that but even if it's not even if you immediately go back to, to like, fuck you, motherfucker, you fucking, you, I hate your voice. I've never heard a more annoying voice than your voice. Whatever. Go back to it. Go back to the war and enjoy it. But dear get-
1: Joe Rogan, why you have that cuck with that fake voice on your show spouting out Marxist nonsense? He's a,
2: yeah, yeah it's not fucking Marxism, but
1: yeah. That, He's got a fucking Illuminati ring, bro.
2: Oh yeah, I wore the fucking Illuminati ring. I got
1: it. This wonderful store in Nashville. Oh Jesus Christ! Jesus,
2: God it's scary.
1: My, Thank my, you um, so much. My instincts are on point, though. Reflexes. Yeah, I nothing's mean nothing's yeah. dropped. Mm. Stop shit! Catch it.
2: Hey, dude, did you see that naked girl attack the fucking? Outbox? I heard.
1: Yeah, start throwing things and you bottles gotta, of wine. You gotta and shit. watch the
2: video. Can we watch? Okay, the yeah, video? let's watch
1: it. I saw it like briefly on Instagram, and I didn't. I didn't continue watching. I've I've limited my Instagram intake to uh, positive things only. That's great.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not sure this is entirely negative.
1: And occasional car accidents. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this the pro- the problem with a lot of these videos, man, is you don't get the backstory, and that to me is like I really want to know why she decided to attack <coughs> this outback because she put on.
1: Well, I have to. Uh- blame her parents first of all did you see the couple that fell off the balcony oh yeah oh that was horrible that was horrible they're probably dead
2: no they survived they survived
1: the impact of the head
2: they survived they got they had like bad injuries Whoa. but they survived she's 53
3: i didn't <sighs> think she's that she's
1: 53 she, yeah, she, she actually looks pretty good yeah.
2: she looks great
1: yeah, for 53. No, I think she just looks great. She's out of her mind. No, wait, that's, oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's- That's way into it. Okay, that's it. way oh, into that way it.
2: You gotta late. see uh, the-
1: Just sure, okay. go to the beginning. It, it, that, that video didn't happen. Oh, that's where it started? Yeah. Yeah. Why did he tase her like that?
2: But, well, because she was running at him, and she had been like, you gotta see the video before, and you'll understand. Like, it wasn't like- He
1: should have just gave her his number. Hmm. So let's let get off at six. Give her the number after you tase her. Let's go have coffee. Sit down, talk about how you L- got naked Listen, at the Outback Steakhouse. I've Let's got talk.
2: passes. I've got so Applebee's should, discount coupons. You
1: should be like a counselor. You know, that's the thing they say about police. Like a lot of times these mental health issues, this is one of the defund the police uh, uh, ideas that we they need mental health counselors, not um, police to do that kind of work. Dude, I've seen it Duncan. work.
2: I've seen it work. I will tell mental you. Mental health a, counselors? I'm going to tell you a burning. That's what
1: I'm saying about that guy. Yes, I agree been with that. I agree with better.
2: I'll tell you a Burning Man story that'll make you make fun of me for a little, for a little bit, if you want to hear it.
1: Well, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Dude, one a week. One <laughs> a week. That's all I'm asking for.
2: So, if Burning Man, like, oh wait, let's just watch this.
3: Okay. Fuck the Burning Man story. Uh, it started, it's starting, it's again. It. it goes right to the guy, I don't know. They well, so maybe they cut it out. They may have cut it. They think the funniest
1: part is like when she gets tasered. The don't guy don't know. did not need to taser her, man. Like, honestly. Does go. he really need to taser her? You got to watch the whole thing.
2: She was throwing hey, bottles at him. What did
1: she, what'd she say about my sister?
2: So, I don't know. Call Brian Casey. Call Brian Casey. Casey.
1: God, poor Brian, Brian Casey. <laughs> Brian done had a sexual relationship with the wrong lady. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: Call is so Brian crazy. Casey.
1: I like how she's got sneakers on, but totally I think those naked. are flip-flops. Are they?
3: I thought she had a bikini on when I first saw it, but apparently not.
1: But that would be the move.
2: What do you mean the bikinis the move? <laughs> That's
1: the move, yeah. You make your point, and you don't have to go to jail. Yeah.
2: I think That's you funny. go to jail. It doesn't matter what you're wearing if you're demolishing a bar. But yeah, she was like hurling oh bottles at him, and then he
1: That's pays hilarious. her. That's
2: hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's how
1: it goes, man. What do you mean? Well, you hang out with one of them gals. That's how it goes. All oh, right. A lot of fun in the beginning, not so much fun at the end. That was a bad <laughs> swipe. Yeah. Somebody swiped the wrong no way. No
3: narcotics in her system, outside Nothing. of THC, it says. Decide,
1: uh, yeah, outside of being out of her fucking mind. You don't have to have narcotics to be crazy.
2: That sucks to, like, own a bar and someone calls oh. and is like, yeah. It's, like, no different from, like, a bear Or does in it? your house. They should
1: have their watermark on that bar. It'd be worth a million dollars in advertising.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a fucking NFT.
1: Right. It's- Sell it. It's an NFT. Make yourself some doji coin.
2: Yeah. Oh my god, I, yeah. <laughs> doji coin. I just invested in doji. Thank I thought it was god. Doge.
1: Whatever, you're probably right. I'm not paying attention.
2: You gotta invest. We gotta drive up the price. Perel? I got in at thirty six cents. When it you... seems
1: like Anonymous is mad at Elon Musk for tweeting about a Bitcoin and fucking around right.
2: I thought I didn't know Anonymous was But is talking. that
1: real? What? Here's the thing. Like who, where's the, what's the source of Anonymous? That might be uh, artificial intelligence from Russia like that created some video to try to make us think that some people out there uh, are correct. really uh, mad about updated. Elon.
3: Typing that in, typing Anonymous mad at Elon, 24 hours ago story on the same website says Anonymous accuses Elon Musk of destroying lives. Updated five hours ago, Anonymous denies involvement in, in uh, anti-Elon Musk video. So
1: Yeah. See, anybody can make a video and say, I'm anonymous, and I think that Elon Musk should eat shit or I'm going to blow the planet up.
2: How many times, honestly, how many times have you secretly thought I'm going to make an anonymous video?
1: (laughs) I mean, who the fuck is the anonymous spokesperson? And are we sure? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Are we sure? Are we sure this is the anonymous (laughs) spokesperson? (laughs) How the fuck do we know? Wendy's on Tunnel Road in Nashville. Your time has come. Yeah, just like who's who's the boss here? You guys have to have a president like the NRA. You can't just run. They <laughs> you can't just run around and call yourself anonymous. I
3: did see a story yesterday. Uh, not as deep as this, but there are ransomware attacks happening. Um, not just like that gas pipeline, but there are multiple cities. There's like a hospital that yeah. was going to have all of their. Records deleted within five days or something. Mm. So, like a, yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, sorry, Jamie. No, go but ahead. I, I did not mean to like, cut you like off. There's like a fifty-five
3: thousand dollar payment they're requesting. Well, they attacked the
1: uh, meat supply. Mm-hmm. Meat right? supply, gas.
3: They attacked the gas supply. They just called this like small town. And the small town like was good they paid, but they were like, look, we can only get together eight thousand dollars. Don't you hit right. up the wrong people here? But
1: let's let's look at this. Let's look at this honestly. Think about what happened with uh, just right here in Texas when the power went out for a week and everybody panicked. Yeah. Think of what would have happened if the power grid collapsed. Like they said, it was like minutes away from collapsing. Think of what happened if that's nationwide. Think of what would happen if somehow or another China or Russia figured out a way to collapse our power grid through some sort of a computer virus? Think about instead of China or Russia, one rogue yeah. hacker yeah. that decided he wanted to do it. Forget about a nation. Exactly. What about someone who's doing it for the lulls? This right? is the problem. This is,
2: this is why. This is one of the Fermi paradox things, man, which mm. is like if you look at human personality. Most of us, when we get a technology, we're totally cool with it. I grew up in the south. My dad had a fucking arsenal. <laughs> I've never seen so many guns. He had he had like the number of guns like like a, a general in in like Eastern Europe would would need. <laughs> you know, like that many guns. And never never the the worst thing that happened to him is apparently he like was hunting doves, hit a. A a vulture act, you know, and it threw up on his face. It's like my mom would like happily tell that story after the divorce. But, like, but that's it (laughs) with the guns. But what one tiny percentage of us is so insane that we're gonna take that fucking thing and ruin it for everybody else. So that is a problem because right now it's guns and definitely computers for sure. People have already been using computers. To, to, to do more than just like, I'm gonna make a cool app where you can learn how to code. Yeah. People, people have obviously been using computers, like the people who made the early computer viruses. I used to work in my computer lab at my college and I had like a, a cork board of viruses that I like found in computers in the early days just for fun, you know, it's cool. But like, so clearly people are gonna do that with computers. So okay, CRISPR gene editing. Oh, yeah, right now, if I wouldn't know how to get all the shit I need to have whatever a CRISPR gene editing thing is, or I wouldn't never in a million years probably be able to get the stuff to do gain of function, uh, uh, you know, genetic engineering on things. But what about in 20 years? What about in 50 years? Right. Eventually, if we have in, around the entire planet one person mm-hmm. who's got a, who's butt hurt. That's the apocalypse. That's and, the
1: apocalypse. So
2: this is the Fermi paradox where they say, like, why, why aren't we seeing things out there in the universe? It's because on these planets where they developed a technology that could easily have created a utopia, there was one supreme asshole who was like, <laughs> let me see what happens if I fuck with the mouse pox again. Yeah. And then all, just everyone dead. Well,
1: you know, I had a bit about that.
3: That episode that? of uh, Black Mirror. Oh, that's right. That's why right. he gets all that DNA from everyone he hates. Goddamn,
1: that's a good movie. Have you ever seen that episode I of Black Mirror? I didn't finish that episode. <gasps> it's so good.
3: You missed, what? Uh, you missed that's the, how it the, is? You it's so good. The, yeah, I don't want to say line. anything. I don't want
1: to say anything. I got so- You got to watch it. I, that, watch Watching it again. that
2: made me so nervous I couldn't finish it. so good. I can't so get good. through some Black Mirror I got episodes. a piece
1: so bad. Go,
2: yeah, well- I'll, I'm going to
1: okay. come back. You guys talk about Black, Black Mirror, but I do have a point. What were we just talking about so I can remember?
2: Viruses, Fermi Paradox, I
1: gotta, I gotta pee
2: so bad. Go pee, man. Usually it's me. I feel kind of, that's pretty cool. I don't know what happened.
3: Yeah, we had two shows today.
2: So you got so you're just playing golf now. You're out of video games. Oh I'm yeah, hard to turn. Say that, Jamie.
3: No, uh, it's both. it's I, I'm adding that to it. I w- I've always ever like most Tiger Woods golf back in the day. Have
2: like you started online. buying clubs?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I went for a fitting. I have fitting? two. I have two drivers now.
2: How much does a driver cost?
3: They can go up to. I mean, really, I've learned. I've so I'm learning. It's. It. I'm diving headfirst into this. They can go up to probably a couple thousand dollars, but that's I feel a driver part. head, the shaft, the the grip. The...
2: Dude, I had, so okay. So I had a friend a long time ago who played Burzum to me. You know, like death. I, I, people always. It's doom metal or death. it's like intense, heavy duty hardcore music. And he played it for me when I was really high, and I like I was like, oh. And he said, like, "Do you feel the pull? Do you feel it?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I feel it. It's like hypnotic. It like draws you in." That's how, that's how I feel about golf.
3: It's close. It's yeah.
2: scary. Like you feel this. I don't know, because to me, when I look at it, I think that seems like something you should have to pay people to do. It's like you're hitting a ball, and you. It's like with the tools you're using, are horrible for. You you could pick it up, but But so many people have given over their entire lives to this thing, indicating it's got to be the most joyful thing on earth. But why? What makes it so— I'm
3: starting to think about it recently, comparing to every other sport. The thing I've got onto right now is that it's you versus nature. You versus yourself, but it's also you versus nature. Because the day you go out there has a lot to do with everything that's going to happen. Wind, sun, rain. Oh. That— And then can you conquer that? Can you can you like take the course over? I don't know. It gets a little way too much. I'm not that deep into it. No, but
2: but when most people like when they're playing like pool, most of the conditions are controlled for.
3: Yeah, that's all inside. So it's you versus yourself more than that. And bowling controlled conditions. Locked into a space, but this is the whole. You have seven thousand yards of space to fuck around in. Wow. And suck, suck a lot.
1: It, you suck so You always hard suck, in, yeah, yeah. But you never get better. You're talking no, about golf?
3: Uh, yeah, he just started bringing it up, so hey.
1: Yeah, Jamie's uh, obsessed with hitting the ball far right here.
2: Aren't you afraid of getting sucked into golf, man? N- I'm terrified. Me too. I don't
1: play it. But I, I can't play pool that much. I'm getting a pool table installed here soon, but uh, I, I've been avoiding pool. I'm going to try it. I, I can't have the video games. We did the video games for a, a few months, and I was like, you You get uh, too hooked. Daddy can't have the video games. Yeah. Yeah. We got problems.
2: Cuz you cuz you start feeling crazy. You start feeling like Dude, what I'm am I doing? Fucking
1: crazy. Yeah. That to me is like protecting my children against wolves. It becomes this obsessive thing. Yeah. Where it's like uh, I got to protect the tribe. I got yeah. You get locked into these goddamn games cuz they're so exciting. Good God, these days especially. I wish I wasn't such a simpleton, because if I could fucking just play for, like, one hour and stop, I cannot. Because at one hour, I start getting a better feel of where my cursor's going. When I'm moving the mouse around, I get a better understanding of strafe jumping and how to aim with my railgun. Same. Can't do it. Same. I'm too dumb. I get too excited. I get too locked in and there's the realization that that's more fun than anything else I do ever. The best. <laughs> Other than like like beautiful things involving people that you love dearly, like real love and emotions and real moments, like regular shit you do like watch TV is never exciting as a game of quake. If you and I were uh, sitting in front of two monitors playing Quake, yeah, calling each other pussies, yelling at each other, laughing when we died, it's it's a cackling, ridiculous yeah. fun time. We would walk out of that studio and our fucking heart would be beating too yeah. fast, our adrenaline would be As pumping. As I've gotten
3: into golf, I've started. This is only this is what it's about, really. It's about hanging out with three of your friends, yeah, having. The word playing terribly, but drinking beer and talking shit for four That's, or five hours. That's what it's really. Do
2: you dress up in the golf wear? Only
1: if you have to. He does. He has to. That's my. Because you kind of actually do have to. They to won't wear let you play plaid pants and you yeah,
2: have
3: knee high socks. It's, it's, there are weird rules. Like I just heard. There's a rule I need to have it explained to me. But in Eng, in England and Scotland, on some of these courses, if you don't turn in your card with your handicap correctly written with your score, you're going to be like banned from the course. Okay, so, so you won't even be allowed to play again.
2: I so. I, 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 you know what? I don't want to say it because I don't want to, I don't want to like shit talk on here. The point is, like, right, golf people are a little uptight.
1: Yeah. What are you saying?
2: Okay, I'm saying a friend of mine. You're
1: saying they're secretly a, gay?
2: A friend of mine. But, no, I'm not saying that. Is that saying,
1: that's how it, what I got out of it.
2: No, I, I, I. That's don't, what
1: I got out of what you were, the way you were saying it. It seemed like that's, that's what you meant. Most people who work <laughs> at golf shops,
2: I have made love to. <laughs> Male or female? Thank
1: God you're the first one to say it. I was gonna
2: say like they're erotic. I think
1: everybody's gonna go, me too. (laughs) It's gonna be like that that scene in Toy Story. Ooh! Look, what's more erotic than golf? Nothing. A sentence that's
2: never been said. But like the, Some people love it. But some golfer they're uptight is what I'm saying. Are golfers
1: uptight? Well, there, it's very fancy.
3: There's a movie I think about it all the time. It's why I think I even like it at all. It's called Tin Cup, Kevin Costner's oh, in yeah, it. Yeah, I it's remember that. About in Texas golf. There's two modes in it. He's like this laid back golf pro, doesn't give a shit about a lot of things. And Susan Sarandon's hot as fuck. Uh Renee Russo. Isn't she in there? Renee Russo's in it.
1: Who's the other
3: uh, one? I don't know who is it is. It's not Susan Sarandon? I don't think so. Go- Google that. I will. Um, I feel like that it's against Rene yeah, Russo. He's just going against some pro who's like, it's his life, and he's, he's just wanting to make a name for himself one time. Just one time. Yeah. And Am at I the end of, of the movie, it is. But
1: I think I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Maybe I'm not, though. Golf I'm movies? Thi- oh, you're right. I'm thinking of a baseball movie. There was a baseball She's movie in with Bull Durham. Kevin. She's in That's Bull Durham with right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, that I, movie. That was a great movie, too. Well, Kevin Costner's made some goddamn gems.
2: Except Waterworld.
1: You know? Hey, guys, accustomed to. You know what's great about Waterworld? Waterworld sucks, but that fucking show at Universal that they do. Yeah, it's really fun.
2: Okay, fuck people. I'm not you. I'm sorry. You know well, I love you, but I'm, I, I'm sorry. I disagree with the Waterworld critics. Are you kidding? The movie. What
1: are you critics looking? Of the movie? What are you
2: looking for? You, it's hilarious. It's now it is, but it's like best.
1: Showgirls, but in water.
2: What else would you want in the world then Waterworld? But no, world.
1: you don't get it. Back in the day, it was like a uh, a wet The Postman. Did you see that one? That was his other giant flop. I didn't see that By the way, place, Kevin Costner, I love you to Me death. Me too, Kevin a Costner. giant fan. You tried. Waterworld,
2: yeah. you tried. Listen,
1: man, if, if I made that movie, it would have sucked a thousand times worse. <laughs> but you also did Dances with Wolves. I fucking love that guy. He's been in yeah. a lot of great movies. That's not my point. My point is, like, like, Waterworld is not a good movie. It's just not good. And the Postman's not a good movie either. They're just not good. They didn't work. Well yeah. but the Waterworld show at Universal is really good. Yeah. It's really fun.
2: You know what, man? Somebody who worked on Waterworld.
1: A lot of people know. I know I have friends that worked on Waterworld. It's got good reviews on Google no, Of course I'm d- it does. I'm just it's a saying, joke.
2: I'm just They're just saying, fucking like, around. There's nothing crueler you can say to an artist than to say, you know, the thing you made It's not that great, but there's a I universal think. ride based on
1: it. Isn't cool. <laughs> well, that's what they say about Fear Factor.
2: Is there a Universal Fear Factor? Yes, right? no yeah. Some
1: other dude does Fear Factor at Universal. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. I'm, I'm three people removed. It's like that guy and then Ludicrous. Like-
2: you know about the imposter Blippi? You know Blippi? You know who Blippi is? No. Blippi is like the new Pee Wee Herman. He's like my Bli- kid.
3: Do
1: you know Blippi?
2: Blippi.
3: Uh-
1: Blippy by the way I'm sorry. Oh, I,
2: I sorry. really do love Blippy. In the same way we were saying I love no. Kevin Costner, no. I love Blippy. I don't know. This
1: Can Kevin I just fan. stop for a second? I don't think I'm ever doing shows with the lights on again.
2: Yeah, this is this nice. This is my
1: favorite show. So
2: that okay. So that's Blippy, right? Now Blippy, that's the imposter Blippy.
1: Which so, one? On so the right? one on
2: the right is the imposter. The one on the left is the original Blippy. So Blippy So did he
1: eat the original Blippy? No.
2: So that <laughs> the the Blippy on the left gotten there was some controversy cuz the Blippy on the left started doing tours Saying he was going to be at the tours, but the Blippy on the right showed up at the tours. And so people were like, What the fuck? It's not the real Blippy. It's an imposter Blippy.
1: What is Blippy on?
2: Blippi's on YouTube.
1: <gasps> Angry parents are demanding refunds for YouTube star Blippi's live show. The popular kids' entertainer previously involved in a poop video scandal <laughs> is. <laughs> It's launch, launching, let it a little larger so I can read all the words, launching a live show tour using an impersonator. By the way, I'm going to say that again. Previously involved in a poop video scandal. This is, this is why the aliens won't land. You fucking fools. You're holding us back. The aliens are hovering and then plunging into the ocean. Blippy. It's a fake. They get a fake blippy. We can't. Not yet. Let you me- know what it's like? It's like a complex souffle. You want to make sure you pull it out of the oven at the exact time, and the alien's are like, not yet. You don't want it to collapse. Not yet. They just Wait, 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 wait. They got their oven mitts on. They're looking through the glass window in the oven. Like, not yet. They're not done yet. They just they they made a fake blippy, like damn, I thought it was done.
2: He tr- no Not but yet. he's an entrepreneur. I gotta say no. this. The aliens I think blippy is one of the great things about Scroll humans. Scroll
1: back down, hold on a second, right there. I didn't find out until five seconds after i submitted my payment and Ticketmaster refused to refund me, said Angelina Sakowski, who spent one hundred twenty-six dollars <laughs> on tickets to the New Jersey show, Angelina Sakowski in New Jersey would be a fucking blast to do coke with. <laughs> Ticketmaster didn't seem to have any info about it being an actor on their website. The info is buried on the bottom of the frequently asked questions page on Blippi's yeah. website. Yeah, it's like Gallagher too. It's the scandal repeats itself.
2: Well, look. You know, for I, I, like I love Blippi. You love Blippi. Well, no, but when my what's your favorite thing about Blippy? Because what's cool about Blippi is he like you know in the way you go to Walt Disney World and Walt Disney clearly respects kids. There's like the toilets are, are the size for kids and like there's a right. sense of like understanding child intelligence is 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 as astute as an adult. They just don't have the words yet. He's really good at that. So like when he's like showing like a fire truck. He's not brushing over anything. He's like pointing out all the things that mm-hmm. like my that a kid would be interested in, which is like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's right. that? That's what I like about. It. I think it's really like of all the crazy shit that we've watched with my kid, it's the most like it like at least it like acknowledges that children have some like intelligence. So, that being said, when so you the way YouTube works is you're just watching blippy videos. You know how it is, man, a 2-year-old <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
3: Whoa! I found his uh, band video that got him in trouble. Uh, uh, t- what is it? It was that video. It was a Harlem Shake video. Wait,
2: show the Harlem Shake, not while I'm like this singing is the bloopy? praises of Blippi, God this is Damn so he's it! Pooping. 2013.
3: This
1: is the pooping video that got him yeah, in sorry. trouble. Oh, he's pooping on his friend. Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Fun. one more right. time. Rewind that uh, a little bit. Don't Rewind me. that a little bit. Rewind that. I need to see that. Okay. Um, I was uh, willing to go to bat for him <laughs> until he just shit all over his friend, like legitimately. It says Harlem shit. We have to chain. learn to forgive, yeah. Joe. I don't want to say the, the URL. That's not so where gonna, it is anymore. All right, so this dude gets up and he literally Hershey squirts and oh. empties out on his friend. It's a big and the friend, The friend's flinching like a first-time porn star catching a facial. No,
2: it's friend's acting like a roach that got sprayed <laughs> with some kind of poison.
1: It's just bizarre that his friend is lying ass up in the air, also naked, while this dude shits on his uh, naked asshole and dick. Listen. Some l- things should be illegal.
2: I think <laughs> we have to forget. Like, Blippi grew up a little bit. He wanted some views. Mm. He ate bad ramen and shit on his friend. It doesn't change the fact-
1: Something should be illegal, though, Duncan. Shitting you on your
2: friend should not be you can't illegal. can't
1: shit in your friend's asshole. The if apocalypse want- could come out of that. Imagine if the next plague didn't come out of a Wuhan lab, <laughs> but this guy <laughs> shitting into his friend's asshole. Just imagine if there's something that happened when shit heats shit, and it just becomes like some super toxic, evil uh, alien. You know, it's like like uh, mad cow disease from prions. Yeah. The idea is that a human being, if you, Jakob's Kretzfeld disease is when cannibals eat like human spinal tissue. Yeah. That's one of the ways you get it, but they, they can get that disease from <laughs> yeah. humans eating other human spinal tissue and brain matter, right? They so laugh. they get the prion disease. Well, that's the same, that's the same thing, isn't it? Like would it, because it's not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to ever eat your friend's brain, right? So nature's like, nature's like, yo, this guy's got to die. You can't have him eating his friend's spinal column. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) So nature has some like built in fail safes to keep you from eating your friends. Yeah. But this motherfucker shitting in his own friend's asshole like, nature's not ready for that yet.
2: Well, nature thinks it's fine because blippy's still alive. He makes great kids videos, so it's okay.
1: John started making gross-out videos in 2013 under the persona of Steezy Grossman, a boy who was born as Poop after his parents had anal <laughs> sex. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, listen, he makes great kid videos. Listen, you, and who Logan, hasn't been a kid? And
1: Logan Paul put up a hell of a fight last That's night. That's right. <laughs> This is, we're living, we're, living we're living in a clown world. We're living in a clown world. We're living in a clown world. Logan Paul went eight rounds with the greatest boxer that's ever lived.
2: Dude, I mean, like, you, there there is no, because there's, like, you know, many people, and I think Logan Paul is aware of this, were looking forward to the satisfaction of watching Logan Paul being knocked out by a great boxer. There was a sense of like, we are going to see the hand of justice in the world. You can't just decide you're gonna fight the greatest boxer that ever lived and come out of that unscathed, you're dead. We were watching it the way we, like people used to watch gladiator things where they yeah. would like, you know, put the fucking short faced bear out and like let the gladiator fight it. You know right. what's gonna happen. The bear's gonna eat the fucking gladiator. But but, in, in,
1: but not in this case. In this didn't. case it didn't happen. But here's my, you know, it's. I wrote an Instagram post about it today because I was I was genuinely all day. I was thinking before we got before I got here. When I was at the gym, I was working out, and I was thinking. I was like, "There's something about that that's really intriguing to me. Like, what is it?" Yeah. And I tried to figure out what it was. Like, what about the novelty of the moment? Like, we were you, me, Tom Segura, Tony Hinchcliffe, yeah. Ron White, and Curtis, Curtis Nelson. We're all sitting in my house. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't wait. The, the thing is about so to happen. Exciting. We were all like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. We're looking at them across the ring from each other. Jake Paul's like three feet taller than I'm like, this is bananas. This is so wild. And he survived. And Floyd made with him like $100 million. He made he made like a hundred million dollars fighting a guy who had never won a professional boxing. Holy match.
2: shit! The annoying thing. That's was like The announcers weren't acknowledging what was happening, which yeah. was like, what the fuck? The this, problem
1: is they had too many people talking. They had a lot of
2: people talking. But, there was Mauro. Yeah.
1: How do you say their name? Dezu Dezo Dezu um Who's the other guy? Uh, Mauro Ronaldo already said, and there was Mar-Nalo one other Ross gentleman. Was there. The guy who got in the ring and interviewed uh, Floyd and uh I turned it off. I didn't see. Anyway, there was one, two, three, four guys talking, which is a lot of people talking. Right, it's, it's hard to do. It's it's. But it would have been nice to to have options. This is what you said. If there was an optional stream, where we could listen to like Teddy Atlas. Yeah, like a boxing expert. So because those guys were being funny and they were having a good time and everything like that, which is great. And that I think that like comes from Triller. You know, thriller like you have Snoop Dogg fucking around. Oh, yeah. No, no,
2: I get it. I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what the reason was behind it. But sitting next, to, I'm not yeah. like, I don't watch boxing a lot. So it was cool to be sitting next to you, and you're like, oh look, he's like trying to drain him, or oh look, yeah. he fucked up because in the very beginning he expended too much energy. These are things I don't, I don't even know.
1: Yeah. So that's all,
2: it just added a dimension to it that was interesting. Well, I was trying
1: to break it down technically. I'm like, there's some interesting things that are happening here. Like, First of all, Floyd is consistently putting pressure on him and moving and putting pressure on him and moving, putting pressure on him, and after the third and fourth round, everything comes out a little slower. So he has to be more measured. So what Floyd is doing like, is consistently engaging with him and then pulling out. And consistently yeah. engaging. And making him swing and miss and swing and miss. It's brilliant. For people that got mad at it, I get it. It's not Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd yeah. Mayweather five years ago. But what it is is one of the best boxers of all time making $100 million dollars fighting a guy who's three feet taller than him and 35 yeah. pounds heavier than him who can't win. Yeah, It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Dude, that fight was amazing. And th- there's a lot of amazing things. First of all, Floyd's amazing. The fact that Floyd has the balls at 44 years old to decide, oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and fight some dude who's 35 yeah, pounds heavier than me crazy. at 26 years old. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then the fact that he could put it on A guy like Logan Paul. And here's another one. The fact that Logan Paul went all eight rounds, that's astounding. You have no idea how tired you would be if you were boxing with the greatest boxer that's ever lived. I mean, maybe he's not the greatest because that's subjective. But in my opinion, he's the greatest. The reason why he's the greatest, in my opinion, is he's only been hit hard and hurt like three times his whole fucking career. There's no one that can say that. The art of boxing has always been hit and not get hit. And in my mind, no one's ever done that better than Floyd Mayweather. Now, here he is in his 40s. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars fighting people who have really no chance of beating him. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy, man. It's amazing.
1: dude.
3: The controversy of the day. Uh, oh, people think he, fight, got he got knocked out. He got knocked out. He's being fuck held up right over
1: here. here. People are so silly. Dude, what if you like- don't understand? They don't understand shit about getting hit in the head. These are the same dummies. He's just hanging on, man. He's just he went for an overhook. You guys have no idea. This position right here, high elbow going in for an overhook. If he was wrestling, he would go back the other way and throw him on his back. This is a normal thing for a wrestler. Logan was a wrestler. In fact, in fact, ready for this? See how he's got that high overhook on the left-hand side? Watch how this happens again. This is what happens when a bunch of people comment on fights that don't know shit. You see that high overhook? That uh, Watch Watch one more time. So they, they, he hits him, and now look at Logan's right arm. Watch what happens. Or excuse me, left arm. See what happens? He's in control. He's holding uh, right, on to right, him. Right, 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 right. He's, he's not a like, wrestler. He's not going limp my friend guy sacco who runs defense soap he that's his company he owns that company that i rave about all the time he told me today that logan paul was one of his wrestlers in the 1990s and he said he was really fucking good he he says really talented kid there's a video of him wrestling with paulo costa who is a UFC? Who is is a, rather? Excuse me, a UFC middleweight contender, yeah. like a beast of a guy. Yeah. And Logan's fucking scrambles on this guy, and like he looks really good. Like he can fucking wrestle. So when you see that, when go, he's not knocked out, you knuckleheads, you stop talking about fighting. He's holding on, <laughs> yeah. And right. he's protecting himself, and he's controlling Floyd, and he's pushing his head to Floyd's chest. This is what happens when you don't get. Commentary from exactly. a guy like Daniel Cormier, or from a guy like Teddy Atlas, or you know, all, all the f- Max Kellerman, Look, Jim think- Lampley, all the people that really understand boxing, uh, you know, Andre Ward, Roy Jones Jr. Those are the people that are supposed to be com- commenting on boxing. That, I, I mean, this I think, I think Timothy shows, Bradley. I
2: think it shows Logan Paul for whatever reason, even though he knows he's like gotten good at boxing. He didn't realize that he's become a contender. He felt weird about it. And so he had funny announcers. He wanted that to happen. That was the decision he made.
1: I don't think it was his decision. I you think it was think? Showtime's decision.
2: Well, anyway, you know what? This is this is what has occurred to me. What if Logan Paul starts getting good at other shit? Like, it's like people think he's gonna keep boxing, but the next thing is he gets into fucking chess. And he like is like right. almost beats a grandmaster. And then like after chess he becomes like an incredible like violinist. You know what I mean? So now you're watching Logan Paul in some symphony doing the most incredible. Look, music. it's
1: not impossible. Here's the thing, it's not impossible. But it's just gonna require a tremendous amount of effort and growth. But it's not impossible. See, the difference between someone who tries to get really good at fighting, who's obviously a really good athlete, like yeah. Logan Paul, and someone who gets really good at chess, is you don't have any inherent advantages anymore. Because if you're a strong, fast person, you have advantages. Right. And those advantages ultimately trip you up in your mindset of learning, right? And um, I, re- I realize this from martial arts, both from myself and from other people that I watched. Yeah. There's certain people that they were really physically talented and ultimately it was bad for them. Because the physically talented people relied on their physical talents and didn't learn the technique as, as like, cleanly as the people who weren't physically talented. Right. There's nowhere that's more true than jujitsu. In jujitsu, the best fighters are not the most physically talented people necessarily. The best ones to learn from are usually the smaller people. Like, Eddie Bravo was not a very big guy. You know, there's a bunch of people like that. Hoyler Gracie, not a very right. big Marcelo Garcia, not a very big guy. But they're super, super, super technical because of that. And you learn from them, you're learning the real shit. Right. Some people, they like, unfortunately, they just get for- they get fortunate. Unfortunately, they get fortunate. <laughs> you know, where they have, yeah. like, these physical gifts. And so they're not forced to learn and grow.
2: But, Joe, this is what we were talking about earlier. Here's the problem. What happens... When suddenly that goes away. That entire process goes away. So now you're not forced to grow. And I, you know, I, I don't would... think
1: that's true, Duncan. This is why I'm arguing this. This is what I was arguing before. This is yeah. what I'm arguing now. I think we've conflated struggle with improvement.
2: Oh, cool. I, well, don't, think cool.
1: I don't think they're necessary. I don't think they're necessary. I think, listen, if anybody thinks it's necessary, then it's me. Dude, I get up at seven o'clock in the morning thinking I'm a loser. I I can't wait to go to work. Yeah, man, all day. I hate everything I do. I want to work out like a fucking demon constantly. Hey, that's the only way it works like the way it works with me. I have to have have like a battle to fight. So you feel like
2: that might not be necessary?
1: My battle's always internal. It's always internal. Like almost always. Like the thought process behind it is always my own criticisms of my own work.
2: Holy fuck, man. There's no, you know what?
1: That's why, but that's why if you look at the numbers or or how successful some of the things that I've done is it's not me. It's like a weird mental illness that plugs perfectly into some endeavors. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird. But that's what it is. It's like a mental illness that wants to be nice to people, but also wants to, I want to run, I want to go. Let's go. Yeah. Like it's all day. Let's go. Let's go
2: dukkha it's suffering it's like yeah i had this like weird moment when i realized I, I realized like oh my god like the thing i think of as inspiration a lot of the times is just me trying to escape from yes
1: suffering. yes that's why you're running so hard that's why you're trying to accomplish things we're all trying to escape from our own for from our own suffering and i 100 percent recognize that and all of my ambition and all of my like even like my most aggressive moments, I look at like they're weak it's a weakness oh, okay. it's a weakness it's a weakness to embrace this resistance against the ultimate it's a weakness to right. to, to hype up aggressiveness to yeah. like compete it's a hundred percent a weakness yeah. I'm aware of it while I'm doing it it's
2: exhausting
1: it is exhausting but it's also it's sometimes fun too. It's like both things. Right. It's like sometimes fun to indulge in like the the chimp DNA. Oh, yeah. Like, let it loose. Well, you know, this is the – like, this is one of the –
2: this is probably – I'm sorry, my Buddhist friends are – I shouldn't even be talking at this point, but like – Why? Because I'm a little drunk, but like – Buddhists
1: get mad when you talk drunk?
2: No, but there's some – no, they don't get mad. Any real – like, anyone who's a Buddhist that you're – probably is not going to get, like, mad. It's it's not like that kind of thing. It's more like you don't want to, like – I guess – anyone looking at someone in a robe wearing a wig who hears what they're saying and is like, that must be what Buddhism is. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's their fault. <laughs> in other words, like it's not like they give, the idea is like, what's cool about Buddhism is it's so beautiful and the system is so beautiful that you don't want to like You don't want to. In the same way, if you were talking about jujitsu, you wouldn't want to say a thing about how to train that was slanted a little bit, because you wouldn't want to hinder someone's like ability to become good at jujitsu. Yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. That's just that. But so there's this idea of like um, it's samsara and nirvana. Like in other words, like confusion and enlightenment are wrapped up together, Mm. right? Or bliss and suffering are actually the same thing.
1: Like, well, you know, in jujitsu, they're connected. Like teaching and improving are radically connected. Oh, inexorably.
2: Oh, you mean like to teach helps you get better? better. Yeah, right. Yes, but yeah, you know, you respect. Jiu-jitsu and I re- and I respect Buddhism. No, I respect both those both things. I know yeah. you do. I don't but I mean enough to be yeah. like where you would want you don't want to I convey just something. I just
1: know jiu-jitsu in, in yeah. an intimate way, but that th- those two things go hand in hand um, my friend Brent um, he uh, we, we were like kind of the same level I think we were like purple belts at the time and we always used to have like really good roles and then he uh, Became uh, an instructor and started teaching people and like right away. I was in danger like, uh, oh. like maybe like, I I probably, you know, sometimes like jujitsu is weird. If you take a class, like you've been it, you've taken classes, yeah. you know, it's weird. Like you might be in the same class with a guy like four weeks in a row and never roll with him because right. there's a hundred people in the class. Yeah. You're rolling with a bunch of different people. Um, then one time I rolled with him and all of a sudden I'm, I'm in deep shit. Yeah. I'm in danger and it fucked up my elbow for a, like like a couple of weeks like I didn't he got me in a Kimura and I wouldn't tap and I tried to get out of it and I, I couldn't do chin ups I was fucked up yeah. it was like a lesson but he got way better from, from teaching from teaching and then I think there's two things going on I think one it's the examination of the, the fundamentals and the, the deep understanding yes. of positions but I also think there's something about helping other people that's like really good for the, the head yeah really good for the head yeah for sure and there's something about like help when you have your head in a good place you can be freer with your movements yes you feel less burdened down absolutely yeah
2: yeah, but martial arts what i there is no there is for sure a hierarchy that acknowledges uh you know various belts or levels of expertise it's teacher and like to there's nothing worse I'm sure and I know it happens because I thought what's that great Instagram account McDojo Life oh my god it's so good there was a guy we went on
1: today about a guy like shaking guys off with his shoulders yeah it gets dumber and dumber and the thing is the dude who created that website like he's run out. I mean excuse me he hasn't run out Of examples. There's so many. There's so many examples of the most ridiculous shit. So many. Look at this guy. So this is, uh, by the way, this is happening with Snoop sounds. So Snoop's music is playing. Give me a little Snoop.
3: Are you kidding me, man?
1: no. Watch. Look at this.
3: You put your hands to the side and go up and down you to the groove and you move it around it's, not <laughs> it's so dumb this guy's pretending like that, like that no
1: one like these oh, I don't know what's happening show. it's like these guys are like bad actors they're falling down and falling exactly. behind him look how they're grabbing his shoulders and falling down here at this point <laughs> look at that here's weird. my worry that's meta my worry is that it's meta my uh, worry is that they're trying
2: to get on yeah
1: that they're, they're trying to get on McDojo life and it they're creating be. videos. Mm.
2: Probably. There's this, a little bit of This that.
1: right here is fucking with me. Because these guys are bad actors. They have smiles on their faces. They look too and funny. And he's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah come on. One guy's wearing sunglasses. The sunglasses no, guy's a is, dead giveaway, a, it feels this like.
2: This is a setup, man. But it's a funny Listen, setup.
1: McDojo Live might be behind the camera. How about that? <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> you son of a up. bitch. So you know good. it's like? It's like when the government does <laughs> those things. Out. They do black ops. And then they do false flags. Right,
2: he ran out of videos, man, <laughs> and he has to keep it going now. He's, he's- got
1: false flags. <laughs> <laughs> This video, I don't know if they're false flags, bro. I really, I I don't think. Look, I'm just joking around. I think there's enough people out, but there might be, and they might just be making these videos to get put up here. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of those videos. Most of the videos, McDojo Life at Instagram puts up are fucking real, and it's disturbing. it's
2: It's a great, it's a great account to follow. But like, all I'm saying is the reason when I'm saying that i'm confused regarding buddhism is because i would never in a million years want to be a like be the person professing to know a thing they don't understand and like and i think it's important in ju- both jujitsu jitsu and, and 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 any kind of real any kind of path that like there has to be some acknowledgement that there are actual teachers like there is a way of yeah. of conveying the ideas that has been evolved over thousands of years that is the best way to convey the ideas and then there's also people like us who just love talking about it but it's good to make a distinction because at least you alert people like if you wanted to like go deep into it there's an eddie bravo there's a david nick there's a Ramdas. there's a person you could go to if you really want to go deep into it that's there for you or you can just listen to us talk about it, and it's and, and talk about it like us, and that's also completely great. We well, don't,
1: you, you know, what's interesting, man, in in boxing that exists, where people that are not even really good at it are really good at teaching it. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, like there's a bunch of people that were one of the some of the best boxing trainers that have ever lived, and they weren't great boxers, like Angelo Dundee, the guy who trained Sugar Ray Leonard and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Not a notable boxer, Emanuel Stewart, a guy who trained Thomas the Hitman Hearn. So cool. Gerald McClellan, Milton McCrory. I mean, t- Emanuel Stewart, Lennox Lewis. Emanuel Stewart is a legend. wasn't really a great boxer himself. wasn't a world champion. There's a bunch of those people.
2: You know, what? Teddy Atlas yeah. is another one. I think that's one of the shitty things people say. They go, "Those who do not." can't do it, teach it. And it's like, fuck you. No,
1: it's not fair, dude. It's
2: not fair. It's people like, have
1: genetic advantages. They yeah. have societal advantages, cultural advantages. And some people just learn things. And they're really good at teaching things. There's so a go lot go of those pee. out I'm there.
2: Sorry, go I pee. pee. All right, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. This is so fun. I never want to do it. Right,
1: because move here. We'll do it once a week. Oh Jesus. God. I told you. Let's make a deal, son. Come on, let's make a deal. I've become a production company, young Jamie. If there's anything you like to get made, let me know. I've got a list. Oh, do you? Yeah. Good. Um, What about uh, pullthatupjamie.com? Oh, that's not even yours. Ah, they won't let me have it. This son of a bitch, that Weinstein fella, who I love to death. Mm. Eric, you can't own pullthatupjamie.com. That's rude. Squatter. You're a squatter. Come on, man. Just because you're my friend.
3: Eminent domain on a domain
1: but youngjamie.com is live it is. and you can get all sorts of like alien abduction shirts oh. pull that up jamie.com those will
3: be available again soon uh,
1: pull it up you should sell t-shirts on your website that say give jamie back pull that up jamie.com <laughs> and make them in a rainbow so people have Maybe to go, they one. have to agree with you no you make it in a rainbow like a napoleon dynamite vote for pedro shirt but with a rainbow if you put the rainbow in, people think you support LGBT issues.
3: I was trying to make it an NFT. Oh,
1: better. Even better.
3: I saw some interesting talks about that. i say you guys are talking about Logan Paul's that thing. He not isn't the reason, but he could arguably be a catalyst to why that got so popular over the last year. NFTs? Yeah. He sold five million dollars worth of NFTs opening a box of Pokemon cards to people that were going to get those cards online. And sold the moments of opening them. Solid move. Yeah, he made a lot of money just doing that. Good for him. I like him. I like him. I
1: told you I met him once in uh, Hawaii. Mm -hmm. He's really friendly. Like, you meet someone who doesn't mean anything and no one's paying attention, that's how you know who they are. He's pretty friendly. Really friendly. Came up with, like, touched my shoulder. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, right after his fight with KSI. Like, that's hilarious. Did you shit all over the toilet like that guy shit on his friend's asshole? (laughs) You didn't shut the door, man. I get it. I have to go now too. I'll get it. Jamie's gonna go. Jamie's gotta go. Jamie's gotta go. No, I. Oh. Because I couldn't. I couldn't couldn't remember how to get out of here, man. Yeah, it's a fucking maze, bro. It's it's like a saw level maze designed by those military motherfuckers to protect one.
2: Yeah, that's You know, man, and like being friends with you—that is something I never. Thinking about like what would come. I never thought he's gonna have special forces type people guarding him.
1: What well, as long as I can keep being me, that's the that's the balance. The balance is never stop being you. If you can figure out how to balance your life out and never stop being you. And uh the way I've done that, the best give me that join over there. This one? That one, yeah. This one something Here happened. This go. one got wet. The, the way I figured out how to do it the best is just keep being me. Just keep being me. It's not – it seems hard to do, but it's just because it's hard to do normally. And it's hard to do mostly because too many people are paying attention to what you're doing. They're mad at you. If you just figure out a way to just be yourself all the time, then figure out a way to just be the best person you could yeah. be. It can be done. But who schedules the guards? Like, do you have someone you hey, like – Easy, bro. How, or, do you, how do you
2: find them? You have people around you that are like, they're, I like them because it's like you. Hey, hey,
1: hey, we're on the air.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I, you just said you you're had guards.
1: You said you had guards. I know, but you're getting specific. Okay. Well,
2: There's something magnetic about them.
1: The, Thank you. Yeah, they're fucking elite soldiers. But the point is, if you could just be yourself, and whatever's stopping you from being yourself, figure out how to control that. And then be yourself again. But don't give in to that thing and stop being yourself. One of the main problems I've had with this podcast is it keeps growing. Is people expect me to be someone different now. Yeah. Because it reaches more people. And like you don't understand like that's how it reached more people in the first place. And that's all I have to offer. Okay, if I can't do that, look, I can talk to brilliant people and, and and ask them the best questions I can ask them and try to try to provide you with an insight into how i'm looking at whatever particular weirdness i'm yeah. talking about on the podcast but i can't change just because a lot of people are watching more people are going to complain right. that would fuck the whole thing up i can't do it
2: what a terrifying predicament to find yourself in. it's not that bad so you
1: know it's a little
2: it's like it's,
1: it's what's terrifying bro what is you don't have options you don't have things you can do yeah trying to find a way to make a living those are, those are real terrors. Or you're living in a communist country that controls your actions. Right. Tell you what you can't say. I mean, I mean, people criticize me. Like, here's the thing about cancel culture, right? A lot of it is like people looking at what they think of can- – cancel culture reacts differently on different individuals, just like a lot of things do. And if you're in a situation where you can get fired – Right, like you're working for a major network, and if you get criticized, you do something terrible, and a bunch of other people chime in, and then other people can lose their jobs. Right, like different people that are directors or executives, or like, it's a different thing. You just gotta, if you're doing something creative, you you gotta figure out a way to get to a position where you can be independent. Right, that you have to.
2: Well, you have to. Like, I think there's like
1: a. It's almost not their fault if they're mad at you, if they're trying to mold you, if their mortgage depends on it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's all set up in a weird way. Like people think it should be cooperative and like, I mean, it kind of should be, but maybe not. Here's the thing. It's like you do your shit, I'll do mine. And when it comes yeah. to someone expressing themselves about the nature of the world they see, it's really important if you want to resonate with people that you come with no pretense, you come with right. no filter. I, yeah. You might be wrong, you might sound stupid, you might say something and the next day you're driving, you're like, why the fuck did I say it that way? Like you don't even know, You're, I don't know what the fuck the next word out of my mouth is right now as I'm talking to you, right? We don't know, Yeah. and this is what we're doing, right? And while we're doing this thing, we gotta acknowledge that it's a, like a, it's a weird touch and go situation.
2: Touch and go, I can't believe you said that. That's what my teachers, teacher Chogib Tropa used to say about meditation. Really? Yes, touch and go, which is like ah. the way we relate with our thoughts is uh so funny you would say that. The so the idea is like when you're when you're meditating, you're the the, the way I meditate, there's a lot of ways but it the way I meditate is you put your attention on your breath and then when you're when you find yourself lost in thoughts, you go thinking and return your attention to your breath. So this is basic mindfulness meditation, but The idea is like you're not suppressing. So in other words, like if all of a sudden I'm thinking about like some vivid memory from when I was six that I haven't had. It's not like you're like thinking back to your breath, like you're scared or you're running away or trying to stop it. It's touch and go, meaning like, no, that's there. Be with it. But then thinking and back to your breath, touch and go. So Mm. it gets compared to the way like uh, butterflies land on flowers it's like you're there but then you go you're not stuck to it as all touch and go that's a cool thing that you just said man it's
1: well, like all, all random interactions that you can't predict are chaos they're all wild and unpredictable yeah if you, if you can't predict them you don't know what's going on next you don't know how it's going to end you don't know how it's going to go down yeah you don't know how any conversation is going to take place No. and people are all judging post you're judging post weird neural interactions between two human beings spouting out noises yeah. that have meaning attached to them. Right. And you're trying to like wrestle your way through this weird conversation depending upon a lot of factors. Maybe you got a ticket on the way over there. You know, maybe maybe you haven't slept right. <laughs> you, yeah, who knows? <laughs> maybe you aren't taking your vitamins. Who knows what the fuck is wrong with this you? Is right? This is intention. Right. This is where our
2: intention comes in because it's like some people you will sit down with who are talking to you, and they have a real intention. Maybe it's to sell you a car,
0: right.
1: to
2: get you into some weird fucking cult, to fuck your wife. Who to knows what? To get you to dance. Is? Yeah. To what?
1: To get you to dance. To get
2: you to dance. Right. You're gonna
1: have a dance off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like intention, man. And it's like people, and it's hard because it's confusing for people. Don't want to acknowledge the the, the, the reality. Sometimes people can have a, a legitimate intention to like help but they're a little confused. And yeah. so the shit gets mixed up. And so what, what, what ends up happening is something that, in the moment, if you freeze that moment in time and lay that as the only reality of what this person is, oh my God, you've got a monster, friends. But if you recognize this is a process, yes. you're looking at like a process. This is one part of a process that maybe, I know you don't believe this, but I do, extends th- through lifetimes.
1: I don't not believe it.
2: I'm glad to hear that.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I I, I don't. Yeah, I'm less uh, convinced every day that I have any idea. Re- I don't not believe it, but I don't believe it. You know, it, it's, rel- it's like, it's, maybe.
2: The problem with like right now, the problem is like people are getting confused regarding their identity. So so people are beginning to think their their identity is a singular thing, and they're not willing to admit that they're a process. And so it, it's a it's a it's fundamentally like disastrous to. Imagine this is the case, you know, it's like you look at a tree, you're seeing the process of a seed. That's not a tree. That's a river of molecules flowing into time that looks like a fucking tree right. it used to be a seed that a bird shit out and it's like if you look at some of the most majestic trees and imagine that at some point that was in like a crow's asshole you know what i mean it's like <laughs> what the fuck but it's like and it but but this is a process so i think the problem right now is like we gotta acknowledge that we're all a process and then yeah. part of in the way to like the, like, if, if as part of that process, someone is manifesting aggressive traits that are fucking with society, the answer is not to imagine this is who this person is, but to recognize, like, oh, this is something you're going through right now. This is a display right
1: now. And they also recognize you could be that person if you live their life.
2: Yes! Exactly! That's yes, the problem. Exactly. The problem
1: is determinism versus free will. And and, and 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 I don't think either one of them are absolute, right? Look, I, I mean, I like the whole determinism, free will
2: thing, I, the, I've heard it described as absolute and relative reality. It's easier to acknowledge that both simultaneously exist and try to imagine one over the other. It's like on one level, we're all who knows what. If you zoom for, far enough out in the universe, we're clearly a on or whatever. But on another level, a holon? there's a— Oh, yeah, the totality of a thing. Like the, I think that's called a holon. Really? Yeah, H-O-L-O-N. Could be wrong. Jamie, please look it up so I don't get like a million tweets correcting me about my mis-fucking communication of a word. I...
1: That's a dope word. I've never heard holon. that word. Holon.
2: Could be wrong about that, though. Yeah,
3: could be wrong. God, I hope it I'm not wrong.
1: sounds super similar to when, like, really want to Hawaiians right. get mad at white people. Uh,
3: it's it's a city in Israel, so it's not that. What a, No. Philosophy correct yeah. so it says it's something that is simultaneously a whole in and of itself yes Ooh. as well as part of a, whole a larger whole. whole on
2: a whole on so at some point we're a whole on At another point that's you, a dope word there's a Joe and there's a Duncan and these two things are happening simultaneously so they both can happen simultaneously so this is called relative reality and absolute reality and we have to accept that
1: both exist well not just both exist dude but when you talk Neil deGrasse Tyson told me that he thinks that there are infinite universes. And there's infinite yeah. Duncans doing infinite things. Yeah. Not he thinks. He didn't even say he thinks. I'm, I'm phrasing it wrong. M theory. He was explaining to me this theory of infinity. Yeah. That not only is there a you, but there's a you who's done everything you've done. Yeah. And then there's a you who's slightly deviated from that path. Yeah. Infinite numbers of times. Yeah. And there's another that's slightly deviated from that. It's, it's, it's impossible to imagine the numbers were, that are involved.
2: Dude, it's not impossible to imagine. Go to the airport and look around. That's oh. all you. That's all different versions of you in different lives doing different things. It's all you. You don't need to go any further than your local target and take a look around at the multiverse. <laughs> it's true.
0: It's that's true. What,
1: that's what pains us so about homeless people. Yeah, we realize that could be us.
2: Absolutely, if you're honest with if yourself. If you're honest you with do. yourself, yeah. if you if
1: you were that kid who became that, you know, uh, abused person in a shelter at yeah. 14, who became that kid on the street at 16, who yeah. is now in a tent by the lake. Why? Why? Because he's a loser? Is that really yeah. what it is? Like so, helping people by like telling them that they can camp out. That's not enough. The that's like at least you're not. But the problem is, like, they want to be closer to all the shit that's happening. But you can't just, like, take over ground. Because other people say, no, where you're camping, I've decided since it's a sidewalk you're using, I'm going to build a fort. And they just build a fort on that sidewalk. You can't put shit, uh, if you can't have a tent, you can't have a house. If you can't have a house, you can't have a tent. Okay? No. You can't just put tents everywhere. But it doesn't mean that you don't understand that these people that got here, somehow or another, they got fucked over. But
2: I think you, if you really Life fucked them over, right? you want to understand how beautiful humans are right now because you realize like in the human spirit is a thing that is like all right I guess I'll let you put your tent there because I want I, I don't I don't want to like impinge on your life
1: you want I want them to feel better yes but it's okay man there's, there's put your the, tent down yes yeah. so
2: you look at that and, and like su- like subtract everything other than that feeling in a person which is like I know you're me And I know you're me in a different timeline. And so I'm going to, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to trust the process and let you do this thing. And then you get this collision between that and the other versions of you who are on the same timeline or on a different timeline that are like, yeah, but that's where my business is that I, and so now you have these two colliding possibilities and we don't know how to deal with it yet. We don't know what to do. It's like so brutal because like on one side you have like, the most incredible the stuff that like the the heart of christ the deepest compassion which is like you are me when you know jesus says love your neighbor as yourself he doesn't mean pretend that you were in your neighbor's shoes he literally means those are you your neighbor is you you should love your neighbor because they are you love your neighbor as yourself that's you so now if suddenly we're dealing with this reality From a from like, what are we gonna do, Joe? Because now it's like, yeah, great, you have this incredible podcast, and you have like achieved this this like amazing apex in this little period of human culture that we're in. But it's like, what about the all the non-use, especially the ones who are like camping out? You know what I mean? Now, what are we gonna do? If you look at things like that, which is actually is. This guy, Bob Thurman, Uma Thurman's dad, he's this incredible Buddhist scholar, was explaining this to me.
1: Really? Oh, Uma Thurman's God. dad is, is in, the most. Is um, a Buddhist scholar?
2: One of like the Dalai Lama's best friends. He was, oh my God, he runs like, to Bad House, mentally He's like, the, and I met him. He is such the coolest person you've ever met. Wow. But, like what, the, what did he say? He, well, so he said the idea is like when in compassion or in thinking of other people. And God, I'm sorry, Bob Thurman, if I'm misquoting you or something. This is how I remember it. It's not like I'm looking at you and thinking, God, what if I was in that person's shoes? It's like you're looking at them and thinking, that's me. I'm looking at me. That's me. I am them. This is me. And so in this mindset, this is where you start making decisions. And so it's radical and wild because it's not like you do the thing where you're like, God, it'd be rough to be in that person's situation as me. You're thinking, I'm looking at me right now. In, in different, different circumstances. T-. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's how real compassion starts appearing. That's real compassion. Because now you're like, oh, fuck, that's me. Yeah. I must help. I'm going to help. And that that's all that ends up happening. You know, we look at these people who we call saints and we're like, oh, God, they're saints. But it really what happened is they clicked into that reality and couldn't click back out right. and all that was left was like oh, i'm just gonna help all this left to do is to help i'm just gonna help it's all me you know it's well, that's
1: me. what we got to get across well, right that yeah. everybody is you living another life and if we can just come to grips with that <sighs> a lot. and have some sort of uh but but here's the thing you can disagree with someone if it's you living another life but if if you really felt like it was you living another life and you're talking to them, you would have more compassion than they were. If they were some random asshole, yeah, you would have right. more compassion, and maybe you'd be able to calm them down. Because we all know that every single escalation that people have with each other is usually based on two people. It's like maybe one person takes it too far, yeah. One person gets loud or gets one person gets physical, but I. I think in many situations, and I'm not blaming the victim, but I'm saying in many situations, a lot of interactions between people is dependent upon two humans. And how this human approaches this human changes how they are and how they react is a little dance they do. And some people are not tolerating any bullshit, and they just want to hit you in the face right away. And it's it's not your fault if if you run into one of those people but they're reacting to a, probably a lifetime of being punched in the face, right? <laughs> That's why this is what starts swinging on you. Yeah! Right? That's, <laughs> yes. like, if you were them, like, it, it, but it's, it's hard for us. We're always looking at other human beings like this guy's gonna hurt me, or he's gonna steal, yeah. or she's gonna take, and yeah. this person's gonna do something bad f- to me. Right, we, but if we could get across the idea that we're all the same thing, exactly, living different versions of the same life, yeah. Like, literally, the, the life is a thing, and the life goes through different personalities, like like a river goes through creeks, yeah. right? Like the ocean filters into a river, <laughs> yeah, and it crazy. goes through creeks. Yeah. That's what the life go- does, yeah. and the life does this with with all different colors and races and sexual orientations and Everything. proclivities and hobbies and intellect levels. And it just goes through all those things. Yeah. And the key is recognizing that at the core of who you are is the same thing as the core of everybody else. Uh-huh. It's just that thing is powering different meat vehicles with different personalities yeah. and and different loyalties to states. Yeah. <laughs> and different, you know, different fucking hobbies and things that they at. like to do and different shields they put up to protect themselves.
2: Yeah, man, this is it. And and you know, and a lot of people are like, "So what do you do?" You just let someone. You vote
1: Democrat only. You start doing ketamine. <laughs> you get on the roof. You try to. You put a, a magnet on your dick and hope you get struck by lightning.
2: I'm going to vote for the second of those three possibilities, but, <laughs> but you know what? The, I think like uh, the um, what you just described. By the way, I mean it's such a beautiful reality, and 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 it's and it's hard for people to understand that a lot of people feel very defensive when they hear a thing like that but so i think like How,
1: why do they feel defensive you think
2: well because like the problem is that there's a there's a narrative happening right now and the narrative generally involves some form of overcoming another person so it's like what's that thing i think voltaire said not that I should succeed but that my friend should fail.
1: <laughs> right.
2: You know what I mean? So like that's per- built
1: into the ethic.
2: Yes. And so so a lot of people who have invested their entire lives in a perceived being better than this person or that person, they've they've put a lot of energy into a really horrific mode of existence that isn't really making them happy, but the, I think that's one of the big secrets is like people will Ach- like, have great achievements, and then they'll they find themselves in this, like, weird enclave of other people who have all these great achievements, and and and, and, and at the end of the day, the, oh, God, I said it, at the end of the day, I hate that saying, but, like, they, literally, at the end of the day, they feel so sad and empty and lonely and broken and numb, but they don't want to say it out loud. Do you know they- what it's like? What?
1: if If you don't exactly know where the road is, and you're in the desert... Yeah. And like, there's like some faint roads to the left, some, maybe some brush in the way, and faint roads to the right. But one road eventually has asphalt. Yeah. And you might take the wrong road. Yeah. You might go left. You might be 45 degrees away from the real road, and you're like heading towards the mountain, and you realize you fucked up. Yeah. And if you turn around, it's all dusty. You gotta wait till the dust settles. You're not exactly sure which way you turn left or right or right or left. You gotta kind of remember it backwards. Yeah. Just trying to bring yourself back to the spot because you fucked up. You took the wrong road. You don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit it because you're a proud person. (laughs) Because your dad told you, "Suck it up, Duncan. You don't ever admit you took a wrong turn. Ever. Ever. I don't give a fuck if that lady has that goddamn map. (laughs) Put the fucking map away, woman. I'm I'm flying by my gonads. We're driving into this
2: fucking mountain. Yes, and you do. And you. I'm using
1: my north compass.
2: This is okay. So like one of there's I have many Buddhist teachers I love. One of them is called Sharon Salzberg. I repeat this saying she has to myself every other day, which is, the healing is in the return, meaning, that if you fucked up, for, fifty years straight and you've been making the wrong decision every day for 50 years and you have become, your ego has become so invested in this pattern that, that you're like stuck. What she's saying is it does, like all those 50 years of like going off track, the moment that you admit it and you're like, oh fuck, that was wrong. That was not the way I want to be and go back to where you were at. Ugh, it's the most glorious reunion. With a you that you forgot even existed. The moment you, which is like, by the way, I just,
1: I. Uh, Let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you extend that to, like, people that have done horrific things? Like, how do you extend that to genocide? To Hitler. How, yeah. How to do you Hitler. Ex- yeah. Could you imagine a world where Hitler's forgiven? Well, Right? I just had this
2: brilliant guy Neil. Don't Allen. Don't answer
1: this. This is gonna get you in real trouble. No, Either my, way.
2: no, my, <laughs> listen, no. I just had this brilliant guy Neil Allen. I got to pee my, again. I'm so embarrassed. They, what? They, I, let me finish this thought. Neil Allen on my podcast. Very, very, very smart. He gave this exact example with Hitler. Oh, so you see, I'm a hack. You look at Hitler. No, you don't listen to my it's podcast. A, You're but not. it's a hack moment. My point is, you it's look at Hitler. You look at Hitler, and you realize. That like The idea is like the time travel thing. You go back in time, you're afraid of Hitler, you look at Hitler, and you recognize with Hitler, this is me. If I had gotten in the worst kind of fucking life, I could have been this. And then, knowing that's you, you shoot him in the fucking face because that's the right thing to do. If you're on an airplane and someone's like, I'm getting into the cockpit to fly us to the hollow earth you can look at that <laughs> you know what i mean you can Did look at the new king kong are you kidding i love hollow earth shit and of course i saw the new king <laughs> kong my point is like you look at that person and you you look at them and you're like that could be me <sighs> if i'd eat yes. n- more edibles before this plane took off but that doesn't mean you're like so go in the cockpit let's go to right. the hollow earth you you stop them right you know what i mean so the idea that so we can have compassion and realism and, like, like justice simultaneously. The two things don't have to be completely separate things. That's all. I'm sorry. I know you have no,
1: to No, you're 100% right. That's a really good point. It's very good. But it just, like, I think all this is dependent, like, the reason why these conflicts exist, like, what you're just talking about, is dependent upon whether or not people have embraced the idea of that we're all the same thing. If we embrace the idea that we're all the same thing, just if we could just figure out a way to use that, and just put it in the back of your head. Yeah. Write it down and stick it in your wallet. Yeah. Just write that. Write that. We're we all are the all thing. the same thing. We yeah. are all living different lives. We're the same thing different, living different lives. Yeah. If you could meet a person on the street and think about them, and don't, do, don't get mugged doing this, then blame me. Joe Rogan <laughs> said, pretend that that dude's the same as you, and he <laughs> fucking <laughs> kicked me in the dick and stole my watch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, don't listen to me. I don't want. I don't want to give advice. Maybe I should stop framing things in the way of advice. Maybe that's my problem. Yes. Uh, Duncan. When are the UFOs landing?
2: Come on, man. We like you. If have you to knew, be-
1: would you tell me? Of course, yeah would you really you fucking- would you do it over the phone I love you acting like you don't or would know you tell me? me or would you tell me to like put my phone in a Dude, bucket and walk know. into a lead room you're
2: being so funny you know, what know? that if i knew like knew? if i some avenue i got actual information yeah. about the ufos right You know that within like as soon as I could get a place away from the people, yeah. But you would would get real
1: nervous, man. You would think I'm working with the feds? I don't care. You give me the look,
2: dude. If you're (laughs) working for the, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I like to me. Like that's what's great about friendship is it transcends all that shit. You're if you, I know. I
1: would tell you first.
2: I would tell you know, you know I'd tell you first. I would tell you right I'd away. I'd call you right
1: away. Dude, you're not gonna fucking believe I what I for to sure. I might have get a fake phone to call Dude, you. Dude, I'd be calling yeah. you from a fucking 7-Eleven phone.
2: <laughs> and we'd both be like, shut the fuck up. You don't know anything about the UFOs.
1: <laughs> ah! Ah! Dude, I want to believe so bad I don't trust myself. Oh my God. I don't trust myself, Duncan. Dude,
2: I just had my friend Jason Louvre on the show and like I got, cause like I'm trying to get him to talk about aliens (laughs) and like, he's like so smart and he's like getting into like, it's probably a distraction, but every once in a while he's saying to me, do you want to believe Duncan? (laughs) I'm like, yes, I want to believe. I do want to believe. But you know what? Here's the thing with the alien shit, I got annoyed. Someone on Twitter sent me a message. Cause like, I guess some leak came out and they're like, it's not aliens. And someone sent me a message saying, see,
1: it's not aliens. No, it's a, that was a really poorly um, uh, titled article. That's all that was. Now, I, I shouldn't say poorly titled, but they just did it because that was like the best way of uh, yeah. getting people to click on it. Yeah, whatever. If but, you just say something's not aliens, people will click on what, it. What?
2: What is it? But yeah. my, here's the thing. I don't care who the fuck is making that thing. Making that thing. Right. I care that it exists. Exactly. That's all that matters. Thank
1: you. So Thank that's you. it. That's real. Well, here's what's real. Something went 80,000 feet above sea level yes. to 50 feet above sea level in less than a second. Yes! This is all tracked by multiple sources including yes. the best weapon system the fucking navy yes. has to offer. And you got commanders like a guy like David Fravor, who is like literally uh, a top-notch fighter jet pilot yeah. who has a deep understanding of these weapon systems, and they're locking in on this thing that looks like a tic-tac, and it zooms away yeah. at what they estimate to be thousands of miles an yeah. hour. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You don't think that's bananas? Who? I don't care. Why? What is the urge to dismiss? That? Yeah. Like, when oh, you get oh, yeah. a guy like a David yeah, Fravor, right. who's like, he's never told another story like that since. He says the guys that he was working with had seen multiple... Things just like that. Yeah for a couple of weeks. It wasn't a unique thing. It was just like they, he <laughs> we went face-to-face face with it That's what they were saying what the fuck? Bro, you got to listen to him on the Lex Friedman podcast. Okay, Lex does a fucking amazing job because they go deep into all sorts of uh, aviation talk. Yeah. So all this talk about uh, how to fly these things and the weapon systems and Lex Lex is, uh, he does AI, right? For, he used to do it for MIT and he runs, okay. he has the Lex Friedman podcast. He's a brilliant. I've heard of him I don't know much about him. I gotta him. put you guys together. He's brilliant. Please. But the point is they're talking and so he understands this kind of crazy super technical lingo and he indulges David Fravor in this explanation of this the weapon systems that they Use and the visual systems and all the different things that can shuttle back yeah. and forth between different yeah. sources. It's wild shit, dude. Like, right. So people that don't understand that and never heard that guy talk about those things, they don't understand how I got specifically they know this thing moved off at thousands of miles an hour instantaneously right. okay, with yeah, no yeah. visible means of propulsion.
2: I got you. So a
1: lot of people they see these fucking
2: videos that have been verified by the Pentagon, and they dismiss them. And they dismiss them because they're like, look at it, it's griny. You could have done a better video than that. And they don't understand the technology behind what picked that up at all, exactly. like the fact that we picked that up at all is insane. Pitch black
1: at night, at you know, night. miles away. Right?
2: what yeah. that's that's less than HD. It's not real. Look at that.
1: Some of it is night vision, like those yeah. little pyramid things that were flying over those it, things. It was in night vision. Night vision. Some yeah. of them are they're in infrared. Right. Yeah, and exactly. There's, there's. A, I can send you this one thing, Jamie, because there's this one guy who does a really good job of this. There's a one guy that Jeremy Corbell sent me. And uh, this guy does a really good job of uh, explaining why there's no way that these things, whatever the fuck they are, could be like a goose. Like people have called- keep, A goose? Yeah, like people have said, like, maybe it's a goose. And this guy who is a, um, he's a fighter a pilot. Like
2: a goose? What, like, what, like goose? Geese well, are going out to aircraft carriers the and harassing is, them?
1: Listen, man, people love to believe whether they believe this way or that way. They don't necessarily want to believe in the truth. A lot of times they do, and a lot of times maybe they're like 80% right. Yeah. But they're clinging to this idea that the left is the way. And maybe sometimes you gotta go right. Right. And maybe sometimes you gotta recognize like, yeah, you're right. A lot of this stuff is nonsense. A lot of this stuff is hoaxers. A lot of this stuff is delusional people. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is people seeing Venus and not understanding yeah. what they're looking at. But a lot of this stuff doesn't make any fucking sense. Nah. When they have multiple sources, yeah. radar, they, they, they're, they're tracking the, um, th- these things on weapon systems on two different jets. Like this is banana stuff, dude. Well, this is something with these... no visible means of propulsion. You
2: have a fucking Air Force pilot Who never in a million years wanted to be on camera, who just likes flying those crazy... Or do
1: we? (laughs) Maybe it's an android, Joe. are useful idiots.
2: It could be an android. Maybe he's
1: not even a real person. Well, it could be. Like, this is the guy. This is a guy, and he's basically explaining how sophisticated and complicated these systems are. And one of the things he used, if it was not on this video, it was on another, he said catching one of those things on one of these weapon systems just randomly without any other input, whether it's radar or any communications from something else, would be like looking at a per- finding a person through a straw.
2: Wow.
0: like
1: trying to like find yeah spot something through a straw like it's you you're just looking at the random sky like they have to lock on to these things
2: i have to pee again
1: me too so what do we, Should we do end there? This? yeah it's kind of I... late it's what 7:23 is... <laughs> already. we've already done 3 hours right
2: that's so Jeez, weird jesus christ we started at 3:20 thank you the,
1: the 4:20 this is perfect cuz this we we don't extend our welcome overextend our welcome yeah catch a buzz get some food Duncan, you're the best. You're the best. And we'll start our once-a-week show Soon. in uh, September.
2: Yeah, you know what? September I d- 11th. I, I, you know, I was already coming here anyway because I have to work on some stand-up. That's
1: what I'm saying. So that's
2: what we do. Yes. We'll anytime. do it like a
1: month. Anytime you want to come down here, Let's Duncan.
2: do it. Like, let's do we it like do a month shows. of regular podcast till um, people get yeah. so sick of
1: us. <laughs> yeah, just do it once a month. Come back once a month.
2: <laughs> yeah. once. A, no, let's do I'll once come Once
1: every two months. I'm going to come for do a two. month.
2: No, I'm going to come for a month straight.
1: Whoa, and that's then let's dangerous. do once a
2: week. And then like, then are you to can-
1: Airbnb? If you do, don't use Tim Dillon as a reference. They don't like him. Are you joking? He fucks up
2: Airbnbs.
1: No, 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 no. He talks shit about this one couple, this uh, lesbian couple that owns a, a in my opinion, fr- fucking dope house. Yeah, and uh, they kicked him off of Airbnb. <laughs>
2: Dude, I'm sorry, but if you get kicked off Airbnb, that's bro, Tim crazy. Dillon's a savage.
1: That's brutal. Tim Dillon is a savage. But getting kicked off Airbnb fine.
2: is rough. That's he'll, rough.
1: He'll find a way. He
2: can do that other one, Vermel.
1: Whatever, whatever it's he does. Called. Listen. He's, There's a new
2: Airbnb. He, it's called Vermel.
1: Only left dishes in the sink. That wasn't the problem. The problem was the shit talking. In the we got to stop Airbnb. Well, they have cameras. Internet everywhere. shares horror stories of rising fees, filthy homes, and scary hosts. And can I stop here? Also, great experiences that nobody fucking writes in about. Yeah,
2: but if you're fucking an Airbnb, someone's watching. If you're fucking an Airbnb, there's an 80% chance someone's watching that.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, (gasps) thank you for everything. Duncan Trussell, Jamie Vernon, and Joe Rogan signing out. Hare Krishna.